Comadres are back. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. <laughs> <laughs> Shady's back. Tell a friend. Oh, it's about to get real shady. OMG. Girl, have Girl. you been following my stories? No. I feel like I came back to life. I have you. You have. You look amazing. Thank you. I feel amazing. And I've been acting a fool. <laughs> so... This is so an impromptu get back together reunion that we had. Okay. Yeah. This is very last minute, which is just what I like to do. That's who we are, though, I think. I mean, some Mexicanas, a huevo. I mean, this is the way it's going to happen, right? I think. I think that's just like our life's journey. This is our path. Yeah, yeah that, that's pretty much the way I go. Like, not <laughs> unplanned. And, you know, and if it is planned, I'm super late, of course. But no, I couldn't be late today. This time I was late. No, it's okay. It's okay because you know Tell what? Them. Yeah. I ain't okay. got nowhere to drive because we are recording from my little casita. That um, in previous episodes, this was all I oh talked my God. about. And all I ever said was that I wanted to come. I am come here. Around. You're here. Because yeah. this bitch is mobile now. <laughs> <laughs> this setup <laughs> is mobile. Because no, I'm just that good. Exactly. She was like. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, I'm always sick. I'm always sick. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, last time I was dying. Um, <laughs> I think I peed myself. She was um, she was just saying right now how come she's always like in our pictures and stuff connecting shit. I'm like, cause you're a tech person. I don't know on yeah. any of this shit. That's, That's why you guys you. haven't heard anything for almost a year. Cause I'm the e tech person. Easy, okay. So, I'm up, I'm up on it now though. Mm -hmm. I have a schedule. We're good. We're good. I have a planner in my purse. So <laughs> you're set, and it's 2020, baby. Yes, mm -hmm. and astrology books oh, that I'll show you. Dude, I came prepared. Oh damn, you sure did. Okay, so so just a little backstory, right? We've been. Wait, wait. Who are we? Can I step into alarma? me trajo al hood. Ay, no mames. I swear, dude. Like, okay, if you're gonna have an alarm on your ride. That shit better be popping. Like, it better be something. No mames, wey. Es una astro van del año quién sabe cuándo que nadie en chingado se va a querer robar. What hey. the fuck? And any little movement, any car that passes by too fast, that's wee, it wee, all. Wee, yeah. Wee, wee, wee. Yeah, like, come so on. So we're not at my house with my barking dog. No. We're here or, con yeah, las alarmas. In the, in the freezing dungeon. <laughs> we are at my, my posh little girl pad here. I love it. It is so cute so good <laughs> everything is bright and white bright and, and white gray gray tones you know i started well we'll get into it but this lady's like let she got pour, i got a present pour some stuff here for you she has me boozing yes. ma'am i have to i have to drive home it's now. okay it's okay you're fine it's just we'll just talk about the wine right now in a little bit since you're inquiring about what kind about of wine, the wine. yeah um so i got a present at work and then the lady's like oh I knew you would like it was like a, a great candle, which I did. I loved it. It smelled good and it, it looked really it was pretty. A, what? a great like a candle. The, oh, okay, the okay. wax was great. Mm -hmm. She's like, I knew you would like it. She's she's an old lady. Love her. But she was just like, I knew you'd like it. You millennials, everything has to be white or gray. <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, you so got it. Yes, I do. I love it. My whole fucking house is white and gray. I mean you've been to my house. 
yeah. wood, yeah. white and gray. Uh-huh. A little bit of white as well. I mean, as far as verdure. But yeah, that's who we are, man. Neutral. Yeah. Just keep the tones. But so we're here and we've been like, we slowly started like talking, messaging because yes. we've been both been really busy. But um, last week, was it? We were going to get together. Uh-huh. Se me enfermó mi baby. Yes. So then we couldn't. Then I got motherfucking sick. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, you know what? Let's do it today. Yeah. And she, she hit me came, up. But wait, I thought we were just catching up, chit-chatting. Esta güey me llegó con una mochila. Yeah. Con su la bolsa. La mochila. Uh-huh. And I was, <laughs> I saw it, but I didn't think anything of it until we were sitting here talking and I'm like, this bitch came with a sleepover bag. Yeah, oh like, my God. I, like, I can't I, sleep over. Yeah, I was like, is she, what's going on? She ran away from home? Like, what the fuck happened? So we were in the middle of the conversation. Ya tenía como una hora, right? Ya tenía como una hora aquí. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I see this backpack. I'm like, quit, wait. What do you have in your backpack, dude? Like, you roll around in a backpack and your big-ass purse? And she's like, oh, I brought the, the equipment in case we record. I'm like, what the fuck? We could have been recording all of this. This is all conversation that That's right. we could have had. So bust that shit open and come on, let's do it. So And I hooked it up. So that's what we're, we're doing. I'm like the Boy Scouts. Always come prepared. <laughs> Except nobody wants to be the Boy Scouts right now. No, no. Nobody wants no, to be the Boy no. Scouts. Mm-mm. Oh my God. So, guys, welcome back to For Real, For Real, man. For Real, For Real. And I'm Sara, your comadre. And I'm Sara. Paula, your comadre. And we've been MIA. Yeah, man. We miss you guys. Thanks for the love. We've been reading some I of the know. comments. Everybody asking where you and messaging, like, yes. where are you guys at? When's the next one? Yes. Life changes. According to my daughter, I'm going through a midlife crisis. Uh-huh. I said, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Perhaps a mental breakdown. <laughs> I don't know about a midlife crisis, but man, things are changing. I feel good. You look good. You look good. Dude, I feel bomb. That's good. Good. Yeah. Good. That's important. That's yeah. what's important. Yes. You know, like, I don't know if you're like this, but I'm like, well, I'm slowly starting to feel that I'm not like that anymore. You know when you get a compliment and you always kind of make an excuse? Oh, you, you look really, oh, yeah, no, no, these jeans are old. Or, oh, it's just because Dude, I'm I wearing my hair. I like that. I can't. You can't accept the compliment. Like, you can't just to. say thank you. Like, you feel to. awkward. I feel weird. So, I've like, been, I'm like, stop looking at me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But now, and like, I, you know, we've talked about it in podcasts before. Like, I, I'm awkward about taking pictures. I love going through Instagram and doing all of that. And I wish I could take pictures and oh, feel no, good. And, I don't have that problem. <laughs> nah, <some> right. <laughs> but I always did. I was like, oh, you know, and I, I can't take, you know, I just don't take selfies. I just, I don't feel good. And now I'm just like starting to feel so much better. I feel like I look, I'm comfortable in the way I look. I'm happy. Good, you do, you should. So many things, so many changes since the last time we saw each other. It was probably around this time was last it? year. Mm-hmm. No mames. Maybe like no, a no couple way. months out, no? But I mean, the time was close. It's, it wasn't... It wasn't um, Too far off? Or perhaps around... It was closer to the holidays. Well, I know we went over the holidays and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Maybe like May-ish, maybe April, May, something like that. Because I think that's when we started trying. That's what slowed it down for me. We were going through a right. lot with um, IVF again. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a whole loop around which that chapter is closed, which is a big reason why a lot of things changed 
in a very positive way for me. But that was just really just like just dragging me down. And I never. It's a big it's a big responsibility. It was a lot. It it overpowers and takes over such a big part of your life because you're it's a goal and Mm -hmm. it's what you're working for. I mean, it was just to the point where it was just maddening. I was I was driving myself nuts. It was just a lot. It was a lot going on. We finally did our last round in July of 2019 and so around the time when we stopped recording i had started taking hormones again trying to prep me but they still didn't even really realize what was wrong i and i think i mentioned it before i don't think i was really mentally ready and i didn't my heart wasn't in it i just lost our daughter and i just wasn't ready Mm -hmm. but it was it was the pressure of uh the doctor our doctor was amazing but it was just you know i had just turned um 37 and i knew that a lot of my problem was you know as you're getting older and guys i'm not saying that i'm old it's just when it comes to fertility that does affect a lot and it's that pressure getting older less the eggs <laughs> eggs are going rotten are you telling girl i'm like this <laughs> well i mean you know as you're going through it quien me hace el favor a mí a ver tú tienes a tu viejo pero a mí quien me va a hacer el favor so i'm putting in a request right now <laughs> Necesito quien me haga el favor. I want one more baby. That's it. And I'm this girl's gonna push 40 soon, so I need to girl, we're, we're pop getting one there. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Well, well apparently mines are fried, dying and <laughs> they're done. They're done trying to pop. Then that was my problem, apparently. Uh, but yeah, no, we're going through it and I just I just didn't have it in me and I tried. I mean I was doing so much and I thought I was doing a good job, but I was barely keeping my head above water and it was just it's it's it was too much difficult i said a lot of pressure yeah no it it was a lot and that and the end of the year coming for my daughter she was going to start the school year late because there was construction which meant i had to do this whole curriculum stuff so she wouldn't fall behind and i was doing um you know homeschool for her and we were doing tutoring and i was it was just a lot of running around my husband had a major surgery over the summer which basically left him you know he's a man so he was incapacitated so what he get like a hangnail removed or something <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, so he couldn't lift his arms so you know that spoon feed him for three months no there was just like a, a lot of that and he just it it, it got to the point where a lot of, I think, Latinas, the way we are, you take care of everyone Everybody else. Everybody except yourself. You don't take care of yourself. And I missed this. I missed chit-chatting. And, but it was like, I felt selfish. I felt selfish. Okay, like, I'm going to take, like, I I, I want to go and just do this knowing, you know, okay, well, we have to get up at 5 in the morning and take my daughter to try or cross country in the summer. And I have to do this and I have to do that. And it was just, it was a lot. And I felt like an asshole for wanting to go out and do something for myself uh and in the meantime i'm like running literally ragged there were days at a time where i didn't sleep and at this point i'm going through ivf going five in the morning and then running to you know the hospital or doing this and that days that i didn't sleep that wasn't good i mean i was going through hormone treatment about to get the egg transfer so it was just a lot husband and i talked and said this is, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is the last round. Like, you know, so we better make it a good one. And um, it didn't work. We got the call. And I think I cried a little bit that day. And I said, that same day I applied for a job. The next day I started 
um i went we went, met with the doctor the doctor was like please don't stop like let me try another protocol we can make this work and it was just like it almost it almost wow. had him it almost had i think my husband and i was like i can't i can't i can't like we said no and i did it for a reason because i knew if i walked in here and this conversation happened you were gonna go i was it. gonna go back mm -hmm. yes and i was like i can't i cannot do this at this point i'm over 214 pounds all of oh, this yeah, yeah, all of yeah. this weight That's and they wouldn't let me they wouldn't even let me walk over the summer i was just walking while my daughter was in her cross-country camp just walking not running not fat not like that you know fast walking just a walk man not even just to do something i i was told i couldn't even do that i couldn't we can't risk you hurting yourself or your hormones are going to be off balance because blah 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 blah, blah. endorphins reason what is it that legally blonde exercise raises your endorphins endorphin whatever endorphin makes you endorphins make you happy happy people just don't shoot their husbands <laughs> anyways no it was just a lot and it, i was like really i can't even walk and yeah to over 214 pounds and i'm not ashamed because man i earned those 214 pounds and i worked my butt off i have lost 44 the good old-fashioned way busting so the next day i started working out i didn't meet with a a doctor just to make sure that health-wise i was okay and and i wasn't i wasn't I, I did get a major health scare which i would have never found out if i kept going with ivf yeah because you were still too because they don't test on that. yeah mm -hmm. they only test for your home hormones in order to facilitate pregnancy they don't necessarily test for you know Anything different else. outliers mm -hmm. wow and so it was crazy and I was like oh my god what a wake-up call two days after the you know the call that we we weren't pregnant and that we that I applied for a job I got the call from the job where I am at now and I love it I look for on Sundays I'm not like oh my god I gotta I love my job I love it love it love it the people are I'm great yeah no and i like i can work I out every can day I go work where you work you can most definitely work where i work it is i mean <laughs> it's not like because everything she's saying i don't on sundays i'm nothing on sundays i'm dreading it okay it's just mm -hmm. because i think when you get to a point where you're literally whatever the scum on the bottom like you feel i felt like the bottom of somebody's shoe no, like somebody no i no. It's just like compared to how I feel now, I literally felt like I like you like what you're describing. Just like you're just dragging I just, yourself I'm dreading to get it to the next it's, moment. It's my job, you know. Yeah. It's a job. It's to pay the bills. It's not like yay, this is what yeah. I want to do every day for the rest of my life. But no, I mean, now mind you guys, I answer phones, <laughs> <laughs> I greet people. But you guys, I'm so. I mean. Again, I answer phones, I greet people. I mean, they're giving me a whole lot more to do now because, unfortunately, they've realized I'm capable. That you're capable of it? I was like, dang it. But um, but it's just like I get to go home, and I am very fortunate that I don't get to take any of it home because I don't get to take all that of those files. And to... it has a lot to do with um, with what you bring home. Like you're saying, tienes yeah. a tu niña and your husband, and you want to be able to be stress-free. Can you imagine having so, a job where you're stressed? And... Yeah wanting to choke everybody and then you come home and you want to choke them too 
Yeah. I mean, I tell them I want to choke them, but it's like, ha, 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 it's a joke now where before I kind of really kind didn't of want to choke them, uh, choke them sometimes or all of the time. But no, it is. It's just like, oh, you know, moving and going here, going there. And I get so much more free time to annoy them and do all of this stuff. Whereas before, as I go, they, we were all just miserable, probably. And now that things have been changing, I was telling you, my daughter looks, I was like, oh, my God, was I that much of a miserable a-hole and then her my my husband just kind of <laughs> no mom you were fine like the playful giggling <laughs> like they're nervous like like, like, no. like what do we tell like her if we tell her the truth is she gonna murder us but i was like oh my god i was probably so miserable because i thought i was fine now i feel so good i mean mind you I, you know i have my days every now and again but no it's so do. different so different. I feel so good. I can't I'm not happy. even describe it. Thank That's you. Good. No, I is just awesome. Yeah. Good. I mean, I, I don't get any sleep, but I still don't mind it. You don't like you don't think me either. I have that same issue. I can't. Well, because that's when I do my workout. So I started my workout plan. Yeah, that I, no, that's not me. I just don't sleep. Well, I don't. I like get home from work. I cook, you know, dinner. I eat. I don't let myself eat past seven just to make sure that I, you know, I've digested. I'm not like puking while I'm working out and I can't go to the gym. I just I don't have that. Like my daughter's still little. I'm not going to leave her at home at night so I can go. So I use what I have in my in my basement. My, a lot of it is body, body weight, like planks and wall sits and um, uh, plies and sumo squats. And I have like hand weights and stuff. And I do have mm -hmm. an elliptical, so it's not like, oh, my God, I don't have anything. So I'll, I'll just use what I have. And I worked out my little regimen. And I started with like, okay, 30 minutes. And that was so painful. And then I'm like, okay, I could do 45 now. Sometimes I work out to two, two and a half hours. And so I'm working out. And then by the time I'm done, it's like midnight. And then you have to kind of like, you know, shower and then go to sleep and wake up three no, hours later. Your, your time is productive. Mine is not. <laughs> I just no, no tengo sueño. No me da sueño. And I will force myself yeah. like, okay, it's now 1130. It's now 12. It's now 1230. I've been trying to be a little bit better by going to sleep by midnight. At least my goal was 11, 1115, 1130. Then it became midnight, so somewhere there, right? But my alarm, my first alarm goes off at 5.30. Mm -hmm. so, I'm, so if I go to sleep at midnight yeah. and I'm up by 5, like, I haven't really slept, pero no tengo sueño. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is up with me? And I could, one day, I literally was up all night. It's happened. Yeah. No, I know. It is. And I, I mean, that's an issue. And that's a big cortisol. I think it's something. What is it? Cortisol. You release or you don't release enough cortisol, which, which is a, a problem when you're trying to lose weight or stay healthy. So that's my one issue right now where before I was controlling it a little bit more, but my daughter's schedule is insane. So by the time I get home, it's either I make an excuse and I don't work out or I go to sleep at three in the morning. And yeah, so I go I to sleep at three in the I, morning. I just can't. And sometimes... These, como dices tú, sometimes I have the baby mm -hmm. and I'm like, if I could just go to the gym right now, like mm -hmm. I wish I could. And then when I don't have the baby, <laughs> I don't want to go to the gym. So, quien chingados me entiende? Like, I just can't. Yeah, no, I had told myself I have to do it. I have to do it. And then if not, like, I feel like, well, no, actually, I think I released myself of feeling judged. Like, okay, is he going to judge me because I'm not working out? 
No, I'm like, I have to. your husband? To. Yeah. Because you, he's so like you a, still think about that? Like, you think about that even though you guys have been married oh for that gosh. long? Oh, my gosh. Well, not anymore. More in the sense of accountability. Okay. Like, we're both very, like, if you say you're going to do something, like, you have to do it. And so I almost shame myself into doing it. And I'm like, oh, he's looking at me. I, I shouldn't be sitting down. I should be working out because I made a commitment and wow, I said, "Wow, girl, I'd be like, fuck that." But no, and it's not even him. And he's like, "No, you know." And it was more me. I wanted to make sure because we can talk ourselves into anything. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm really tired, and I did a lot of work yesterday, so that's okay. For but I was like, "No, nah, but you're gonna go. You're going to go down there. You're gonna give your 15 minutes, and then the next day, you know what? We've been at this for a month or two. You're going to give it your Good 30 minutes." You. And the doctor said, "You know, make sure you're." You know, your heart rate is above whatever for 30 minutes, like at least three I'd times a week. I'd probably make myself go down and then be like watching an episode of Friends or something down there and not accomplish anything. Well, no, I mean, it was good. And especially at first, I don't think I saw anything. And I think I told you my daughter was like, and when I finally started feeling like, okay, I think I, I see a little difference. You know, so my daughter, I'm like, does mommy look any different? And she's like, no, no. you look like mom. <laughs> and it wasn't until like maybe 30 pounds in that she's like, one day out of nowhere, she's like, Mom, you look different. And I was like, you little jerk. <laughs> yeah, like, but that's when you start to, okay, I think we psych ourselves out. Yeah. Like you look at yourself and be like, no, no nothing, it's nothing, nothing, it's nothing. Or you notice it in your clothes, but you don't notice it when you look at yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's not until people start telling you that then, for some reason, you believe it. Even though you're weighing yourself, yeah. even though you're feeling it in your clothes, it's not until somebody recognizes it that you're like, I guess it's working, yeah. you know, like, all right. I No, it is. It's true. You don't, you don't want to let yourself go there. For me, I think it was the fear of, um, I, I didn't do it the easy way. I was eating right. I was making sure it was just not, I never deprived myself, but I was making sure that I wasn't like, I was paying attention to what I was eating. Like, okay, if the, the if the clue, the big clue is in here, like this is what's uh -huh. supposed to give me, you know, the answer. Like, all right, you know, am I filling up my flip plate and and I keep eating when my I'm hungry, but it's there, right? Because we're taught you get food and you, you better eat everything that's on your plate. But I was like, dumbass, who's putting that plate on your food? It's not your mom anymore. <laughs> it's you. And, you know, these big plates, if you go to a banquet hall, you don't ever eat on these big plates. It's the plate that holds the plate that's on top where they actually put the food. And it's like all our lives we've been eating off of these big blades and i was like who bought the plates pendeja <laughs> okay who's putting it on the table who's putting the who cooked the food and so i was like okay i don't i don't it, even it's need a all lot that. of accountability and it's then realizing how you sabotage yourself without thinking of it because that's just what you know yeah it just don't know any better and so it was all those little so making all those little changes like oh okay all right this makes sense this makes sense so i would do a check-in with the doctor every month more than anything later on i realized i think she for me anyway i think that they're checking that mentally that you're okay with these changes and at first i was like okay what's the big deal and it wasn't until i hit that 30 pound that 40 pound mark where i was like oh i get it because i think they're checking like what are you eating? And yeah, I could lie in my food log and my food diary, right? Well, but who I are think, you lying to? You're lying exactly. to yourself. Yeah. Well, I think that they're trying to check to see if like you're 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 actually exercising and you're actually eating right because a lot of people can start to develop an eating disorder because yeah. they're so desperate to, yeah, lose, the to lose the weight. Like you know, are you eating and then um, 
regurgitating or are you, you know, like purging or are you doing this or that? And so they, they check your mental acuity to see if, and they know what to ask. And then sometimes when you let your guard down, you let certain things go, I'm assuming. And so for me, I would just always feel like when I should have felt good, I felt like I would go in there and I felt so tense. Like, am I going to pass the test? Like, did I lose enough, enough pounds this week? My very first check-in, I lost 15 pounds. And still in my head, I don't, I don't think I, I, not that I needed to praise myself, but I don't think I realized the accomplishment. And then the doctor was like, this is amazing. And I'm thinking, oh, it's because she's like, I'm not doing anything. You're checking in with me. We're just making sure that, you know, you're healthy, like your blood pressure, your everything is like where it should be. And in my head, I'm thinking, is, is it enough? Like, is this, is this like this is the minimum? Is this, mm-hmm. you know, do people, and then, and then, um, the one girl, a, a nurse, she was like, no, you typically like people do seven pounds like this is amazing and so I was like oh great so it doesn't mean that next month I'm gonna like not do enough and because I did too much at the beginning it was just like it was just like this you were mental... putting like so much pressure on yourself and yeah. I think we do that all of so us much. especially con mujeres I think we do that because like you mentioned earlier you take care of everybody everybody else and then yourself mm-hmm. and then when you do you feel guilty yeah. for taking the time of taking care of yourself or even thinking of yourself because that's mm-hmm. time away from the kids or your husband mm-hmm. or whatever. And I, I mean, it's a whole cultural thing. I know our moms and, you know, have always done that. And that's what we learn and that's what we see. But yep. it's hard and we have to because mm-hmm. if you don't take care of yourself, como, como you were saying earlier, was I really that big of an asshole? Like you're yeah. asking your husband and your daughter Maybe you were. You were. Oh, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I was. I mean, I'm pretty. No way. They're not going to say anything to you. Mm-mm. So if you're not happy, how are they? How are you going to make them happy? Or how are you going to? How are they going to be able to tell you that? You know? Yeah. No. So, for sure. So we have to be accountable for stuff like that. And I know it's hard, but I'm glad that you. So much. Turned oh it around God. and that you're, you know, doing that and you, you look great. You Thank do. you. I feel good. I'm telling you. It was that last visit with her and she's like hey, i'm not gonna see you for two months at the hall i'm like what is wrong with you woman it's the holidays you should want to see me she's like no you're doing really good and i was still wearing the same clothes and she's like and you know what give yourself permission That's another thing to buy clothes and i and i'm thinking oh my god it's a lot of money i'm gonna spend money and then i'm gonna get when get, oh, gain it all back and she's like and give you yourself permission. permission to do it that's hard so when i started to lose the weight i had i had a certain family member i remember tell me don't buy yourself new clothes. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, like not yet. Because I knew, you know, that I wanted to continue losing weight, but I also didn't know when to do it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you don't know when yeah. to give yourself permission to do it. But this person told me not to do it because I was just going to gain it right back. And then where or where was all my clothes going to be? Yeah. So don't buy it. Yeah. Just wait. And then keep it because you're going to gain it all back. Up. Yeah. And then I was like, well, no, I want to buy it because mm-hmm. I want to know what it is to buy, you know, smaller. And I want to know what it is to do this and whatever. So I would and I would be like, I'm only allowing myself an outfit or mm-hmm. a couple of pair of pants just so that I don't look like I stole somebody's pants. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I'm I'll, I hate that. I hate you know, having yeah, like saggy, yeah. yeah, saggy pants, especially, but, but I haven't been used to like, you feel like you sit down and everything's so tight. Like that's this <laughs> feeling. And then you wear sweaters to kind of cover up. And, and so the big 
closed for me it wasn't like until like the, i'm telling you the doctor was like it's okay like you are how many sizes now have you lost she's like the weight the number on the scale doesn't matter and it's not like that oh the number on the scale doesn't matter it's more because you're also gaining muscle mm -hmm. and so it's not so much about the number it's pay attention to the inches and how your body feels in clothes she's like i can see you paula that stuff is hanging off of you and then I, that's when it hit me and i started to cry and I went to work the next day. And then um, at work, they knew me. I started work 214 pounds. And then two months, three months in, they're seeing me shrink. And then one late, you know, they started making, well, like, wait, wow, what's happening? And like, like, and I noticed I, one day I was sitting down and I told my sister, and this was right after the doctor said this, I had these pants, these like dress pants, you know, like they had that little hook eye right. at the top with the zipper. So... <laughs> I sat down and they were, I mean, at this point, I'm like, at that point in time, I think I had gone from like a 16, almost 18 size in clothes to about a 12. And I'm still wearing the 16, 18, right? Wow. And so I was standing up. But see, the difference with me is though, um, my waist does shrink in. However, I have a, a big booty. Like I've always had a big booty. So Big that was kind of holding uh -huh. that was kind of holding my pants you know i just i mean those little things and and maybe it maybe i looked so tore up like but in your head you still see that the other same person. person that's what it is too and it wasn't until you know i just had the conversation with the doctor and i was greeting somebody at my job and i get up i kid you not my pants fell down because the hook guy you know you're sitting down and imagine a size you know 12 body on you know 16 18 pants and i me pare and the little hook eye you know had opened, opened and the zipper was like those short dress pants yeah. zippers so it wasn't it's doing nothing for nobody mm -hmm. and i got up and i just felt and i, I always wear like longer cardigans because it's just you know in offices it's always cold and i grabbed the side of my car i was like because <laughs> i felt them falling down as i'm sitting in my chair standing up to to greet somebody and to like kind of like usher them to wherever it is that they were going in the back i was like i kind of like scrunched up my cardigan into myself and like <laughs> brought oh my i then i was like you, you need pants girl you need to go get pants <laughs> you need some pants it's okay to throw this stuff That's away and I, no it was and i mean to me that it's day, a good feeling after then you go and you realize what size you are then the, but it's a good feeling and then it's annoying at the same time because you're buying sizes that you weren't before, mm -hmm. and oh. so it's new to you, and you're excited because you never thought, like, okay, yeah. that I was going to be here. But then at the same time, it's annoying because you got to try every fucking single pair of to pants see on to see where you are. Where, yeah, because, I mean, every cut is different, and then we're short, which means, you know, the hem, is it going to be here? Is it going to be yep. there? Is this, uh, I have a big booty and a smaller waist now, but I still have a little bit of a gut here or this, and, and, and it's so different, and I hate trying on clothes, so I'm still not trying them on. I just buy a bunch of crap and do take you? it home, try it on, and then I bring it back. I can't do that. No, I, I'm fucking, I can't. I, can't. I, I don't have the time to do it on at I the store anyway. I I suck. I, I was bad at it, too, but it's money now, so I'm like, girl, you, oh, you girl, need to Oh, girl, it's money now. still, but I still have it there. Like, I'll just hoard it and then give it away and like that's it so mm -hmm. yeah that's what yeah no, so, about i mean that. but i was like no you're going to you're, you know you're gonna take it back it doesn't fit you're gonna take it back so little by little i would tell you know you could buy yourself a pair of black pants and a pair of like whatever just you know to make sure i had a close for me it was like i had to make sure that i had to work for clothes so i couldn't just wear leggings anymore i work at an office so and i felt a little better it's like wake up and like 
you know, put a put something nice on and make sure I was like ready every day. And it just automatically makes you for me, makes me and I know for you too. like you, you feel better. You do your hair, you do your makeup and it's not a chore for me. And it just and now mm-hmm. I'm wearing like okay. I feel nice clothes and then, you know, and just all of it. It just made me feel good combined with being working at a place that I really like doing something I like to do. It was just awesome. And it just made me push harder every day. All right. Come home. I eat first. I cook for them go hit the gym and um and i was happy i listened to my crime podcasts my Girl. murder mysteries my audiobooks i totally and... fell off the gym no nada i i have stuff here to mm-hmm. do it here no do i do it no Mm-mm, nada um i i'm trying to go back but it's hard it, yeah no i mean you time miss a few is days hard. here and there no and time is hard like finding yeah. the time to do it and then when i do have the time i'm so exhausted that i don't want to do yeah. that so i'm i'm having difficulty but i'm hoping que ahora, you know now that it's gonna be nicer and stuff mm-hmm. that i'll have the energy and you, yeah when it, like you have light more light out and it just gives you a little bit more, more energy light. like you're mm-hmm. like yeah there's no more for sure to it so hopefully i'm gonna get back on my grind too and get where i want to be no all of that helps and then through the dreary winter i was like i have no choice i have to push myself and I would, like, favorite books that I love to listen to or whatever. I only told myself, you know what? You want to know the ending? You're only going to listen to it while you're working out. Wow. So if I wanted to finish that book. With books? No yeah. Mames. Just, books. I can't I do music. I buy myself shit. No, I buy myself shit. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do the music while I'm working out because it, it's just like, yeah, it pumps you up. But then afterwards, it's like, I need to stay focused on a story or something. So at, the, at least at the beginning, I wasn't thinking, oh, my God, this hurts. I want to stop. You know what? You did really good. You did 15 minutes. You, you can jump off now. And it was like, no. Now I'm just like so anal retentive where, okay, I, I do this routine. And I, if I don't finish it, I don't feel like I can go to sleep because I don't feel like I did what I was supposed to do. So I was like, I, I, I have to do however many reps of arms and abs and this and that. <laughs> And so, but I know it makes me feel good and I'm like building muscle and just, I, I feel good. really good. Yeah, no, but I mean, anyways, so well, you look it's fabulous, been a girl. transformation. Thank you. I feel fabulous. Let me you tell do, you. You do. You do. I've been, I've been, um, I've been getting some mojitos and I was like, yes, yes, I'm back. <laughs> thank you. Thank so, you. Thank you. Thank you. This one. Have a sip, girl. Sip, let, me, sip. let me tell you about this wine. <laughs> She's boozing me off. And she doesn't want me to sleep over. <laughs> Maybe I have another intention for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's really sweet. I don't, I mean, I'm not a drinker. Okay. I don't enjoy it. And when I, when I have wanted to, um, it's either t- tastes like stale or there's a weird aftertaste. So I've never enjoyed it. So whenever there's one that I like, I'm like, oh, this is nice. So tell me what you think. Okay. It's fruity. It's light. It doesn't give me a gross aftertaste. Aftertaste, right? It doesn't... It's really simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... No, it's nice. Okay. So <coughs> I'm not a big Moscato drinker, but I do prefer white wine. Mm-hmm. And um, I do like light and sweet. Okay. I, that's why I don't really like dryer or um, red. The red, okay. But, so tengo una vecina, right? So, for all of you who are either new or are, or we're going back to to um, our first couple of episodes, al principio we were um, talking about my condo mm-hmm. and how I was renovating it and doing all these sh- shit to it. So, I've been here already for a while. So, I live in a condo. Uh, unit there's probably what six of us and um, two on each floor and there's somebody across from me 
And I don't know any of my neighbors. I do know a few. Mm -hmm. Una viejita que vivía abajo, y pobrecita, ya se murió. Que en paz descanse. Mm -hmm. Ya se murió. She was like 102. And then... Poor, um, poor one out for the homie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel bad even laughing. I liked her a lot. She Aww. was really... She was really cute. I'm sure she likes you too. And she's like visiting you. <laughs> oh, I have no problem with that. I like her. She could watch my things. It's okay. It's okay. She's encouraging you. Yeah, she's encouraging me. Go, Messina. Vecina. Hey. Um, hey. So then, and then there's a vecino upstairs that hates my guts, but that's okay. Um, I don't even know his name. And then across from me, um, for Christmas, I think it was last year, I got everybody baskets last year. Because, you know, that's the G that I am. And then nobody said anything except for my vecina from across the um, hallway. And she happens to have two kids, and one of them is Mateo's age. So I was like hoping that they would like like each other, uh -huh. and we never get to see each other. I always get here really late, and then it's like you know dinner, and bath time, and bedtime, and homework or whatever's going on, and that's it. Pero she actually started to reach out to me, and one day they came over and um, the kids got along really well, and Mateo loved them. Actually, he just loved bossing them around. He, He, it was, oh, I real, that's when I realized that I had that kid, you know, the kid that tells everybody uh -huh. what to do and what to play. Yeah. I didn't think he was that kid because I don't get to see him with other kids until that day that I was like, shit, he's that kid. Um, but they were really good with him. He had a really good time with them. So I was like, good, you know, he, he'll have that to look forward to when he's here and we can get together. So we, we get together every now and then she'll text me or she'll come over Um, she's had me over for dinner a couple of times when I've been by myself and stuff and she'll, she'll be by herself. Uh, her husband works late at night and she'll be with the kids. So we'll just chit chat and stuff, but she always has good drinks. So one day she was made, <coughs> I'm sorry, I have this fucking badass cough that I can't get rid of. Um, one day she made sangria. Like, literally made it in front of my face, and I was like, damn, this shit is really good. What is it? And she told me. I can't remember now, uh -huh. but okay. And then another day, she had wine, right? And she's like, you want some? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll take some. Okay. So she poured it. I'm like, this is really good. She said, do you like it? I'm like, yeah. Guess how much I paid for it. So guess how much I paid for this wine? Like $10. No. Five. No. Did you make it in the tub? <laughs> Dude, you're seeing the bottle. No. Hey, I don't know if you recycle bottles. No. I didn't see you open it. No. Uh, seven. No. Is this the prices right? Am I low or am I high? You're giving me nothing here. Two motherfucking 50. Did she make it in the tub? No. So then I'm like, what? And she shows me the bottle, okay? So okay, look. she's been hiding this bottle from no, me the whole ajá, time. No, la, la puse yo by my side, okay? California Moscato. So it's, it's Moscato. It's winking out, and it's this cute-ass out. It is so winking cute. at your ass. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because it's not pero te está gustando. So, um... It is two fucking 50. Somebody made it in their tub, guys. Girl, it's from Aldi. Ooh. When she said that shit to me, I was like, What? I, I'm in, we've talked about this before. I shop at Aldi. Yeah. I like Aldi. Like, it does have, I, I have, I, I'm so my mother. You grow up to be your mother. Yeah, no, for I, sure. I have three stores that I shop at. Mm -hmm. Well, for groceries, at least. Uh, Pete's. Mm -hmm. I get all my carne 
fruit and vegetables there. Okay. And um, Aldi, I'll get like the keto stuff that I can't find other stuff that mm-hmm. other places that's cheaper, you know. Once in a while, I'll go to, um, como se llama? Fuck. Uh, Mariano. Trader Joe's. Trader. Once in a while. Fancy? No, 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 no. No, no. Once in a while. Coconut oil. You shit never like have that. anything there. I've walked in that store How twice in my life. I like it. I no, love it. I can't. I, I love it. No, and I and okay, and I live in the suburbs. No, but it's not, certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go there. They have nothing. Like that store is like you walk two feet and it's the end of the store. Am I like you're not the going? Wrong? You're not going into the aisles and looking for shit. I mean, I'm look. I'm going into the aisles, but coconut it's, milk there, coconut oil. Um, um, they have this spice that I like a lot. Um, not a, it's not a spice. It's more like a seasoning. Everything but the bagel, yes. which I just bought the other day. I mean, I'm like, oh my god, everybody talks about that. It's so amazing. You know, I only made still. it to buy. I bought two because I thought it was no. I mean, I don't know. Like, am I missing the bagel? I don't know. <laughs> you probably are. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't get the hype. I put it on. I, I made myself oh, a breakfast they sandwich. They have really good wine there too. Uh huh. I bought wine there. I like the wine there too. Like, there's a there's a few things. So I'm not like going there on a mission just yeah. to buy that fucking everything but the bagel i mean they're 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 where you okay if i happen to be that in the store area. is so small they have those little tiny baby carts have you seen Which those? You? oh yeah they do uh-huh. but, but, but wait they're convenient i mean okay so they have tiny little baby carts and then when you take your groceries out to put them on the conveyor there is no conveyor belt no and then the, the thing is like I'm 5'2", and if I laid on the little area, like, not even half of my body would fit on there. There's, like, no room. I mean, they, like, don't... It's like they don't want you to buy anything in there. What is going on? I like it. Okay, I like it a lot. (laughs) But I don't go there too often. It's just whenever I, like, okay, I need to go or I'm in the area, I'll just Mm -hmm. happen to stop by. So it's Aldi. And Aldi for, like, um, keto stuff that I Mm -hmm. like. And, um... Walmart. I like Walmart for cleaning supplies. No me mires oh. así. No me mires así. I was hardcore judging her. I hate that for, place. I like it for cleaning supplies. It's cheaper than anywhere else. My car even gets anxiety going into the park. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to make it out alive when I pull into that parking lot. <laughs> Which Walmart do you go to? In the, in, in the suburbs, girl. So I don't even imagine what it's like in the city. No, it's I don't. Scary I, up I don't in there. come here. I don't go around. I go here. to like the farthest, I go, farthest I go edgy in, parking um, parking spot that there is. I go on is. the Grange. I don't do. I don't stay around here. Okay, she's even here. She's like, oh, they <laughs> yeah, hell here. no! I ain't going to the one on Cicero. No. Listen, I have a theory. No matter what Walmart you're going to, it's like you're going into oh, a Twilight Zone oh, of Walmart, and they're all the same. They are. They are. Pero chinga su madre, me vale madre. I'm gonna save. You know, actually, ma'am. Okay, this theory, and my husband would get so mad before when we first got married, and he put me on a budget about going to Walmart over Target. And, um, you know, at first I was like, oh, my God, you're the god of all money. Yes, you know, let me, I'll go to Walmart even though I don't like it. I've been comparing prices, girl. They have way more coupons and um I don't do discounts. coupons. I can't. I don't have time okay. for it. So coupons and price matching and a lot more uh, ways to save at other places, I like. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. Walmart. I go to Target, but mostly it's for my okay. shit. Like, yeah, I'm going there, and I'm gonna go aisle by aisle. First, I'm gonna hit the clothes. Yeah, then I'm gonna go to the pajamas. Then I'm oh. gonna go to the shoes. Then I'm gonna like I'm just yeah. gonna do all that no, shit total, first. Yes, I'll and get that at si me hace falta I mean, algo, Target. 
si me hace falta algo, I'm gonna get it there. Yeah. But I'm not going there specifically to go buy my cleaning products or whatever. Mm -hmm. If I happen to be there because I, I love Target, but that's for me mm -hmm. or for the house, not for supplies or mandado. You yeah. know, like I won't do that. I'll just happen to pick shit up there that I can't find anywhere else or that I just happen to be there for. So let me tell you something, though. In, in this new life of mine, although I'm talking shit about Walmart, guess where my shirt and my pants are from? Are they from Walmart? Yeah, dude. This? Look, they're totally from Walmart. See, but who These cares? are the Sofia Vergara jeans. They fit so them. good. Do they? Like, do they, they have fit a stretch? And they're, do they have a stretch? They have a minor, so they, they like feel like the real denim that we used to wear back in the day where they didn't give you a stretch. Do you remember yeah, like yeah. that real denim? But it, they're comfortable. They're like, they're, they're soft. And um, they're thin. They're not like thick and, yeah. and constricting. Yeah, but they're not like super stretchy where you're like, oh my God, are you wearing, you know, jeggings? No, it feels like real denim, but they're super soft and there is some give when you sit down so it's not cutting you off right. like at the belly. Her jeans are, I, this is the only pair that I've bought, but it's so good. They're white basic tees. Oh my gosh, they're so good. I've washed this one, I don't know how many times, and it's not yellow. And I stopped buying them at Target because they get I all loose. I usually get them at Target. Mm -hmm. they're the, the Mossimo ones, when they had that brand before, college scandal, they suck. Never giving my money against stupid Mossimo. Not that they have them at Target anymore. But their t-shirts are not the same. They get these little <laughs> holes in them when you wash them. It's almost like the material starts to disintegrate. And No, they have a new line that I like a lot, New Day. Yes. They have, but unfortunately, with New Day, what happens is, have you seen those bunk colors? I mean, you get your black, you get your white, and oh, then there's a weird dress, girl. mossy green. But but okay, so now I'm starting to wear color. So I, I realize these things. I never never realized that before. I'm wearing red, I'm wearing mustard, I'm wearing yellow, orange. I'm wearing all the colors, girl. So now I see. I'm like, I'm okay, like, so I my. Can't. But mm -hmm. they have this weird like. It's not even a turquoise color. It's like a dirty sea foam green. I mean. So anyways, they don't have a, a lot to offer. So I started seeing people post, like everybody's doing those, um, uh, like I'm, I'm assuming a lot is like those paid posts, like for Amazon fashion and then Walmart. Let me tell you, there's some good finds in there. I was like starting- Where, Amazon? Amazon, yes, and and Walmart. And so one day I was like, okay, Leon, let me check out. Check out this. So I went to Walmart. Okay, as a single woman, you were rolling yeah, yeah. your eyes because so, I was saying that I was going to go buy cleaning products. So, but now that you're so buying this clothes, now you're like, yeah. it's good. Mm -hmm. So this is me eating crow. Like I uh -huh. said, I was like, wait, while well, I'm talking crap, and mm -hmm. I am still talking crap because, you know, we all. No, I, I get it. I'm like, girl, I'm wearing a t shirt and jeans from Walmart. It is pretty. Although I wash it like five times before I put it on. <laughs> what the fuck? How and why? But it's still not bad. Tell me if the shirt is yellow. No, no, no. But I don't have a problem with that. I've never had a problem with buying from Target. I don't. I I usually wouldn't. The quality. I like the clothes at Target. And and then I got sucked in and I was like, ooh, what is no, this? No, that's Target for me. What is this? And I usually do that with Target. However, when I notice at Target, when it comes to the clothes, it is starting to get pricey. And the quality and everything. New Day at Target is really good. I love it. But them. there's some, some again, some hit or misses. For the most part, they're they're almost all hits. But there are some when they kind of sneak in. If you pay attention to the shirts, even if they're all like, you know, short sleeve, white, whatever, um, uh, waist length tee or something, there's a slight difference in some of them 
where you think it's the same shirt, but it's not. And you think you're buying, well, at least again, me with the backups, I buy backups of everything. I'm like, okay, I have a, you know, a white one and a backup. And I was like, God damn, these are two different shirts. They look exactly the same. They're the same. But yeah, no, so it's quality. Anyways, I started exploring again. Why not? And I was like, I'm not trying to spend a lot on clothes right now because I am. I, I, my sizes have been changing so much. So I've, you know, that's like, oh, another thing. Pants. Yeah, that's what I did too. Your sizes change mm-hmm. and you're trying to get to a certain size or a certain point. That how much do you invest in yeah. the new clothes that you're going to get? Porque sabes que no te va a durar. Yeah. Porque ahorita te digo, I have like two or three basketful of clothes where I thought, this is it. I'm yeah. just going to buy this, this, this. And I didn't. And ya no me queda. Yeah. And then it's like, it's money down the drain because mm-hmm. to tell you the truth, and we know this, we've talked about this before. I don't give a fuck. Like I'll, if I see something that I like, I like it. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna, and I like the way that it looks. I don't care what it costs. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. Like I just no me no me fijo en eso. En eso sí, I don't know if it's a fault that I have or what, but no, it it happens. I I mean I was like that before, even when I wasn't comfortable in my own body. I think I just feel better now, so I'm being a lot more conscious about. What a con, right? Yes, I mean, con, conscious, I mean, conscious, <laughs> conscience. Um, okay, no I, more I'm Aldi wine a, for I'm you. I'm paying attention. <laughs> no more Aldi wine for you. No, so I saw, like, okay, I'm like, okay, I have no jeans left. I need a pair of jeans. And so I've just been doing, I'm like, you know, what's, what's looking good out here? And so I found that Sofia Vergara, Vergara has made like, she has this whole new line of different different things. I think she has like an intimates line for um, really good, comfortable so she's underwear. At, she's at Walmart now? She used to be she's at, at Walmart, Kmart, I remember. So she's at Walmart, but I think she also has like an online section where I think that's where it might have started because she did an intimate. So she did like underwear. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's yeah, supposed she to feel, was doing underwear, but... I think I it's supposed it to be like own, good right? underwear where, yeah, it, where um, it's supposed to feel good on different bodies. And we know as we gain weight, you know, your body folds in different areas. And when you put on different styles of underwear, it's just uncomfortable. Either it's cutting you in your thigh or it's cutting you in your, you know, upper belly. I mean, it's just different things that, we you know, women with real bodies, it's that, what we deal with. And that makes such with. a difference in how um, your underwear, your mm-hmm. base makes such a difference in how you feel because yeah. it makes a difference in what you look. For sure. Que te pongas una t-shirt... Without the right bra yeah. or without anything, I cannot. At least I can't. And and this started now that I lost the weight. Yeah. Not before. Before me valía madre. Yo no sé si nomás era porque I was not no, aware of it. No, you stopped caring. I think at I some point you stopped caring. Well, at least know, I if did, I didn't, honestly. If yo no me fijaba or what, but it would just be bra and t-shirt like or, or blouse or whatever I was wearing. I I That was it. I cannot wear a t-shirt, a blouse, or anything Without wearing an undershirt, like a tank, mm-hmm. like a camisole, pegada abajo. Yeah. So it's my bra, the cami, and whatever I'm wearing. Yeah. That's how I was. Now I could totally wear just no way. my bra Yo and my t-shirt. No way. Yo estoy al revés. Yo en vez de estarme encuerando, me estoy poniendo más. I yeah. have layers. Like, I just can't. I don't feel good. I yeah. need to feel that extra layer. No, I finally feel like I can't. So I'm paying attention. Where actually, that's the one part I haven't splurged. So I have looked like here and there, like I'll buy a pair of jeans here. I'm telling you, I got to tell you about like this Amazon. I mean, it's a prime and you get it in two days. It's like clothes oh, shopping. It's crazy. But anyways, so my, my one thing is like underwear and bras. I still haven't bought new ones. So you what? 
Because okay, oh, you, fuck. okay, wait. So you know that's like it's real. It's expensive, and then to find com- it is un- expensive, but when that's then to your find base? yeah, and then to find underwear that you're comfortable with. Okay, so wait. So, yeah. Okay. Girl, so, so we got our comadres listening here. They're falling here. off. You yeah. got our, we got our comadres and maybe Ramiro that's on here. If <laughs> 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 he's still tuned in, but okay. Yeah. What's bad? What size bra were you before? So, okay, and then that's the thing you don't pay attention. So before I think I was a thirty-eight D. I think, um, but. It was the incorrect, the only, the only way I'm kind of like thinking, the only reason I'm thinking about it is because um, up until the point where I got to the weight where I was like, okay, no more, uh, they were not fitting anymore. So I don't even know what size I should have been at that point. So when I started IVF and I started kind of, you know, going, 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 I was a 38, but I'm pretty sure, I mean, who knows, but that's you where, been like a 40. yeah, and so I'm pretty sure, you know, I stretched out my bras yeah. and all of that. So, uh... Well, that was yeah. That was probably where I was. Cause I think at, at my heaviest, I was like a two thirty. Yeah, I mean, it, it, isn't it like for me at this point? I have no shame at even saying it no, anymore. No, me either. <laughs> but like, yeah, like when you first start, you're like, uh, am I supposed to talk about this? It's like I'm saying well, a dirty word. To. You don't want to. Yeah, me vergüenza. For sure. I could not believe I didn't that tell I had my gotten husband. to that point. Yeah. Like I could not believe that mm-hmm. I was not. That I was now in the 200s. Like, that yeah. was a lot. That was a lot. It hurts. Oh, yeah. And then instead of going backward, entre más lo pensaba, I was going heavier. I was getting heavier. Until I think I, like you, I had a health scare. Yeah. And that's what did it for me. Um, I forgot what happened um, that, well, I was with my ex. Yeah. And what happened for me was seeing him. And then thinking about Mateo and being like, fuck, you know, I'm like this and he's like that too. And what the hell is going to happen? And it just got me scared and he needed motivation. And for him to get motivation, I needed to do it. So that's mm-hmm. why I started it. I stuck to it though. And then that's what happened. And then I just started to see the results and it worked for me. <laughs> and that's what <coughs> kept me going. Yeah. So that's what did it for me. Pero... Yeah, being, being, okay, so we're talking about bras. Uh-huh. So I was, a, I think at one point I did buy a 40, and I was a 40 triple D. Yeah. And then I went down to 38, and that was pretty much my size for a long time, 38 triple D. Yeah. I don't know what my, the, that's one of the reasons why I haven't bought, I haven't I'm bought new now, ones because I don't know where I'm at, well, technically. Get yourself measured. So no, I'm like a 30, right now, uh-huh. I'm a 36. No, okay. 30, 32? No, 36. 36 double D. Yeah. So like it's gone down. Well, so when when I was halfway, I think I maybe lost like 15, 20 pounds. I really realized, you know, oh, wow. You know, so things aren't fitting. And I was just not... My, at this point, I don't think I had even really bought any new clothes. But, yeah, I felt like even more than my underwear, my bras, I felt like, ugh, you know, things are kind of hanging. I was losing a lot of, like, uh, tissue. Yeah. And so that's the difference. Now you don't have the support there. And if you stretch out the um, the uh, the strap, the things are hanging. I mean, no matter how it's much you guy. tighten it up. It's yeah, and so it's just not comfortable, right? So I had been doing a lot of research. I love this company. It's an online company called third love and that's why i had been buying my bras before they're really comfortable but they're i mean again they're pricing so i was like you know what i'd done 
research on this company called Soma Intimates. They're an oh, online yes. brand. But, <laughs> and they also have stores. They do have stores. So I, I did a lot of research and I figured, you know what? New life, new me. I want to make sure that I get something super comfortable and I want to get measured. And I heard that, you know, like like a Victoria's Secret, you know, you they measure you and it's like whatever. But, they're, I you know, with bras, it has to be like this specific, you know, measurement. And especially, and you know, after weight loss, your your breast tissue changes so much and there ha there has to be a certain way that they, they have to kind of measure you and hit you in certain spots to make sure that you have the correct fit, right? Because one of the reasons why women that lose a lot of weight, like, yes, and in from the outside looking in, you think, oh, you know, what, 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 what are you so upset about or what's going on? You know, you should be so happy. Yeah, but like your body changes and the outside may look good, but skin does get loose or, mm -hmm. you know, tissue in your breast hangs or i mean there's so many things that happen just, okay this is what i feel i feel que vas de una a otra yeah so give and take yeah for one thing for another and you don't know that and so you start where you, when you should be happy other things started to kind of get into you so anyways i was doing a lot of research and wanted to get a really good company that would specialize in different types of real bodies that would give me a good measurement so uh my husband you know is so supportive he's like you know what we went to go before we went to go eat, he, we, we were out him my daughter and myself we were out we were getting our snow boots actually went to go you know to to the thing my daughter was sleeping in the car i was like oh, let me run out i'll go get measured and then maybe i'll just order online i'll look at the style see how they feel see what i like i'll come back we'll go out to eat i'll just order online i go in there and i went to the one in oakbrook mall and there's just so much intimates in there i have never had such a bad experience really i kid you not they were awful i had this woman come in and she measured me over my clothes and i know and i really wanted to go in there because they specialize in this type of in this one bra bralette type of thing that you right. put on and it has all these wires and it it contours and it measures your body and it spits out like this you know techie computerized whatever measurement that's supposed to be like your perfect fit because you put this bra thing on and because of the technology inside the bra it's actually measuring the contours of your body because it's on you uh -huh. and she she measured me the good old-fashioned way with the with the um measuring tape and she brought me this cone thing and she kept insisting that i was like a, a double d and a 40 or something crazy and i was like yeah, even when I was on my heavy, I mean, granted, I didn't know my exact way. I was like, yeah, you're measuring me over my clothes, over my bra that is ill-fitting because it was like, I mean, you could hacen, put hacen, your um, fist inside of the bra. There was so much room at this point. peaks, like, to the point because they're so loose. Yeah, and she just was not listening. And then she's like, well, I guess if you want to be a 36, or I was like, I never told you a size. I'm not trying. I just want to be measured properly. It's so difficult to buy and to be vulnerable and to have somebody come in with, in takes, your underclothes. It, it takes the right to measure you. To be and so, to yeah. And so she left and another lady came in. Same treatment from her. It's like, well, I guess if you want to be. if you, And I was like, bitch, I'm not trying to be anything. I just want you to do your job. And you don't even have to do nothing. I know that you have that magic little bra hanging around. So just give that to me. I'll put it on. And was like, you know what? That's fine. And then I walked out of the dressing room. And then they had the two different bras or whatever that they 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 
brought gave me the tram because they only gave me two it's like are you really not trying to make a sale okay cool all right so it'll just be these two today and i said i looked at them and i was like do you really think you deserve a sale i was like no ma'am i was so upset i was like i'm already su feeling super vulnerable about all of this and you're treating me like trash i was like and it, i mean it went so much deeper just like the comments and the oh well you know if you think and i was just like girl you're selling bras are you <laughs> kidding me um no and so i walked out and i called to complain they didn't care i was like you know what i am not shy who did you call to complain uh, the corporate they could care less and you i was like you and shouldn't it, have called them you should have sent them a letter or an um, email see that. i don't normally complain so i don't know these things that i call well, them i don't said, either but when you do they pay attention to that item and then mm -hmm. I, and it wasn't even for that i don't want any product from that it was like can you imagine i mean mentally i was a little stronger than maybe somebody else might be to be mm. that open I to walk into mean. a place where then you're going to be treated like that yeah. after it takes so much and i mean to everybody i mean everybody's on a different journey but when you get to a point where you're trying to make these positive changes and you're allowing yourself to spend the money to do you know to give yourself it's, it's okay or just like you even said earlier hey it's okay buy a smaller bra yeah. you're not going to get bigger and even if you do like okay you know, oh well so you did it but you need it for that yes you need it to be but you give yourself permission mm -hmm. you make the effort you go and you walk into this place and you get treated in such a way where you are treated like you don't belong there where I've you, never had that experience. So awful. And I mean, I don't either. And I was, I mean, I was looking pretty cute. I was not like, I didn't look like I didn't have money to that spend. That shouldn't matter though. That but exactly. Matter. It shouldn't. But it's not like I was looking uh, some kind of way where they could have read it. Oh, well, she's not going to buy anything or it doesn't I matter. Does not My matter. good old Victoria's Secret has never done me wrong. I stopped buying there uh, because the, again, it was, I think it was a quality issue. The band started breaking from like where the band hits the the top of like the bra. Si me eso, okay? Yes. So they um, were kind of starting to fall apart a lot quicker. Not too long ago, I uh, ordered some bras or I bought them at the store and the ones that I wanted, the colors or the ones that I wanted mm -hmm. weren't there. So I ordered them and me llegaron a la casa. And I kid you not, trying them on, they popped. Yeah. And, um, but they were good. Like, I just went and be like, hey, this happened. Okay. And that's it. Me mandaron mm. otro. That was it. Oh, oh see, that's good. See, that's when before I was like, yeah, I wasn't returning anything. So I just slowly but surely stopped shopping there. Found other companies like Third Love. I really liked them. The problem with them is I wanted to get measured. And so that's when I found Soma. Oh, Soma actually has stores. Let me go here. So never again, but I think I'm going to, I still have to figure it out. What I did end up finding out were old Victoria's Secret, Victoria Secret bras before they started like going whatever, wherever they started making them. That's what I'm wearing now. And I was like, oh my God, they fit. And this was, I think from, and they looked almost brand new. And I think I must've bought them right before I got married. And they look brand spanking new because you could still see like the lettering in the back. And um, they're strapless, like they're the strapless claim where you kind of like hook the uh -huh, thing and you could uh -huh. back when they used to Different. do their crazy things where you could do the crisscross criss back and all of that stuff. But the problem is here and I'll show you. And this is one of the things that started happening. Do you see how like this is kind of going like that? Uh -huh. So now in my shirt, yeah, like this one's fine and it's going in. And that's one of those things. And I'm like, ah, I remember now not only were they kind of like whatever the straps were breaking, Weird That's things like this happening. were happening where they kind of like, it's like the top of your bra almost curls out. Es que se encoge. Yeah, or something. Yeah. And so. Tela, and the inside, the padding doesn't. Uh -huh. So the padding is one size, 
pero la tela de afuera es otro. And so it's se curving empieza, it out. So it's curving it out. And I always wash my bras. I do put them in the washer, but I put them in those in those bags and then I hang to dry. So I don't put them in the dryer. So, but maybe again, the, maybe this way. bra is old. I mean, pues just because sí. I'm wearing it now, it is old. However, no. it's tidying me over. I really like it. it has a nice thick band in the back, even though my back is pretty smooth now. I mean, it feels really good. Girl. But so yeah so i'm Will looking you allow yourself to go buy yourself new bras and i do have secret, to por favor. <laughs> i so that's 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 like on my that's like my next you know bras and underwear because my underwear i mean they're 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 new i mean i had a, a ton they're like new ish but like yeah they're they're hanging and it's like i'm wearing they're hanging. <laughs> and someone was like wait am i wearing a bra when every I'm wearing... now and then i have so <laughs> many fucking underwear yeah. every now and then me encuentro old underwear, one? but I don't know that it is. Uh-huh. Because all my underwear is sort of like... Oh, mine are almost all black because I wear I a lot. Have, well, I used to wear I a lot have, of like... Well, me too. I have a lot of black. So I'll have black, red. Um, Ooh, I don't have any red. I should get some no, red. Black, red, and um, like they're all darker colors uh-huh. or whatever, but they all kind of look the same. I have all black or nude. And yeah, some and nude. Gray. And nude yeah. too. Uh-huh. So... Damn, I'll, you guys are learning a lot. I today. know, right? <laughs> you guys are going to be like, I know what kind of underwear you're wearing. <laughs> So they're probably black. I'll put them on and then I'm like, oh shit, these aren't these aren't new. These aren't one of the, these are one of the old ones. Una vez, no te miento. Oh my god, pasa una vergüenza. So I was it was in the summer. Recently had just uh-huh. lost the weight. Was wearing a dress and um, I was in a hurry that morning and everybody at work knows that when I'm wearing a dress at work, it means that I'm in a hur- I was in a hurry in the morning. Even puse, you know, like, just uh-huh. a like a quick, like, yeah, just quick, like put your arms in and you're out, and that's it. My hair was in a ponytail. I was wearing this this dress, and um, I'm in heels. I'm walking, and <coughs> I'm going to Starbucks across the street from work. No mames, güey, se me empezaron a caer. And then I was like. <gasps> And I'm like, and my my coworker was like, what's going on? And I'm like, se me están cayendo los calzones. Se me están cayendo los calzones. Se me están cayendo los calzones. And I'm like, oh, I, no kidding. If I had taken my hand off, se me hubieran caído. Like, and I was like, fuck. Were you and just staple them? No, I, ha- I just had to hold them every time I walked. Oh yes. So we were at oh Starbucks standing, and I was like, what? stand right there. Do not motherfucking move. Do not move. Y me los estaba tratando de acomodar. But how do you do that shit, too? Like, how are you standing Well, there? I wear I wear pants. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, how do you yeah. stand at Starbucks in yeah. a line? Wearing this, I w- it was like a shift dress too, like sleeveless and just like así todo parejo. Uh-huh. So my, oh my the God. dress is all flowy and shit, and I'm in heels, standing there, y mis calzones están por caerse, yeah. and I'm like, fuck. Like, se me van cayendo, se me van cayendo. Oh my God, it was the worst. Oh so. Well, I mean, you're talking to the girl who lost her pants while literally the mayor of a town was coming in to visit <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the higher ups in our building. I kid you not. Thank goodness that I wear grandma sweaters. Uh, so yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm telling you, this is a whole new territory where before this body, I remember, you know, you're young. I was an athlete, and it was, you know, muscles, and you don't think of and you don't worry about it. You always think that maybe you're going to be like that or maybe at least it was just never a worry and thinking oh you know my body's gonna be uncomfortable like this or, and soon it's gonna feel like this and, and I was like well what was it like to wear just wear clothes 
talking before where you don't have to think so well. now i'm walking around with loose loose undies because nothing fits and that's one thing and i have been looking and i just want to find something that i like and it's not because it's it's um it's uh it's like a it's cheap in in terms of uh it's not super expensive which it was a concern before you know you look for something that yeah. isn't super expensive you look for something later on, just something that fits or something that's comfortable and isn't going to cut mm -hmm. you into your skin. And now I want to be like, you know what? I want to find something that feels good, is comfortable, is durable, is relaxed, you know, God, I'm comfortable, durable. I mean, we're talking about pickup truck here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a pickup truck to pick up these cakes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no. And so I think I just, I, right now I just overthink everything and I want to just maybe have it be like, okay, this is going to be like my brand of underwear and I haven't found it. And I've, uh, and so I'm, but anyways, I need, I need to get some. So if anybody has any tips, let me know. I'm Cause your girl you, needs I, some chonies. I went back to Victoria's Secret. I, I'll buy yeah. it, TJ, stuff like that while I was still transitioning, trying to find my size uh -huh. and figure out where I was. But mientras, I think this is what, I think this is. I'm comfortable here, but I still want to go a little bit yeah. lower. So this is where I'm going to be for a minute. And I, so I've bought everything now. There I'm starting yeah. to buy. Well, I'm getting there. I need, I need, I need those, uh, I need those base layers. I think it's time. Uh, and then the rest of it, because it's starting to get uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm telling you, I'm from a 16, 18. I think I'm, a, I'm down to a 10 right now. Good. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, it's time. I think it's time. Yeah, I think so. I, I would think so. I was I think the same. I think it's time. So that that's where we're at right now. But yeah, no. So all of these changes, man. I'm I'm telling you. And then so right now, what we were talking, what else we were talking about? Talk about craziness. Uh, corona. And not girl. and not the. I mean, for the people that like it, not the good kind. Not the beer. But girl, oh my I, God. I cannot believe this is where we're at. Like it's. Okay, I want to. I, I do believe it to a certain extent. I think people are getting sick, I and think, we're not making fun. Right, it's, and it's it, something uh -huh. that and is I happening. And I think it's the unknown that gets everybody in the panic. Yeah. But also, the known gets everybody in the panic. Yeah. Like for this is what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is up with all the toilet, toilet paper? paper? Why? Like, para qué? O sea, ca causa cagadera, or <laughs> or is it la cagadera because everybody's nervous? Like, what? Nobody. Why is everybody yeah. stocking up on that shit like crazy? Like, it's yeah, people I, are being ridiculous. I mean, I we um we were talking about like for me, I said I get the masks, even though I think that the. The thinking is flawed, mm -hmm. but I get people. Okay, I'm gonna go outside, breathe contam, breathe contaminated or whatever. But what? Yeah, what's with the like? What? What person said? Oh my god, I better get the toilet paper. And then the neighbor's like, Oh my god, he's buying a. I should be buying toilet paper too. I and think then that's then what it's, it is. And so like, what? Why? It's, like, it could have just as easily been napkins or socks it or is. something like. It's so why was it toilet paper and pa in rolls of paper towels? It's toilet paper, uh -huh. rolls of paper towels, and I get the Lysol wipes, the Clorox yeah. wipes, and all that shit, yes, right? Yes. And the and the hand sanitizer because people, I don't know, don't want to wash their hands or something. <laughs> but okay, I get that. I still todavía mm -hmm. lo entiendo, but I do not understand the toilet paper and the rolls of paper towels. I don't get it. Ugh. Sorry, I don't get it. And then it's weird. So I'm waiting for somebody, some article at some point. Somebody will be like. The thinking be be it's behind the pandemonium. It's but just it's like everybody freaking out and everybody watching everybody else freak out mm -hmm. and greed. Yeah. Greed gets into people too, like saying, fuck, se va a acabar? 
oh, I don't, I, I came for, it. I came for one pack. Fuck that. I'm going to take 10 packs now Yeah. because I can, because True. they're there. So let me tell you, your girl has been, uh, uh, what is it? Judy on the street doing the research for all of you. I've been posting on my stories. I was telling Zara, I've been running now. I don't, I was, somebody told me like, yeah, you, I was at Barnes and Nobles today. <laughs> I went to Pete's. I was at, um, I went to go buy my dog food because she needed it, not because I need to hoard it. I went to go, where else did I go? So anyways, I'm just hitting up normal spots because I just, normal things that I needed. So I'm watching the craziness just kind of go on around me. And in the last few days, so I just started posting on stories and just updating people on the craziness I was seeing. And then it turned into, you know what? I know a lot of people that I know are working and I'm able, I have a little bit more flexibility in the time I get out of work. I'm like, let me go to some of these stores, check it out. And I'll tell you guys what's happening, you know? And I was like, Hey, a lot of people are running to grocery stores and pharmacies and things like that. But a lot of people, well, most haven't figured out that gas stations still have things like milk and eggs and those basics go there. Or Your if mom you go, and pop stores, yeah. That's one thing. I'm like, we're giving all our money to these big box stores. I went, I live in the suburbs. There's not a lot of those smaller shops, like especially not like the, you know, those Mexican stores that we just like to go to. They had everything, guys. You're throwing your money at like these, you know, Mariano's Costco. and all these stores. Right now, this type of economy, yes, it sucks for a lot of people, but it could help out those smaller businesses. Go to them. They still have the stuff that you guys are trying to punch mm-hmm. somebody in the parking lot for. <laughs> they have it. Go help them. Or, you know, if if you're really trying to, you know, get your provisions together, go to a gas station. Um, think outside the box. I went to Sally Sally Beauty Supplies. People freaking out over having those latex gloves. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to stuff or what you're trying to do. They have them. Obviously, hairdressers and and um, estheticians, like, we use those gloves. I mean, things like that, like, think outside the box. We actually, um, Nigel's Beauty Emporium, nigelbeauty.com, yeah, right. mm-hmm. they posted, they know people they are freaking out. They have hand sanitizer. They, they just the ran wipes. out, but they are working on getting it more. And what's more, they're not trying to gouge people over their panic. They're charging the regular price for these things. They're not trying to hike up the price. They want you to get something in mind. You. They don't have to sell to you because... You don't need to know about this place. Right. They sell plenty of makeup. They have a lot of things that professionals use, but they're really trying to help out. I mean, obviously, they're making a sale, but they're saying, you know what? We have hand sanitizer. We have wipes. Here they are. They have alcohol. A lot of places don't have them. Here it is. Shop it if you need it. So just a tip. Unfortunately, this looks like it's going to be going on for a bit. Today is like I basically the day. Understand. And I hope it's not true, but I saw, I was telling Paula that I saw on Facebook earlier. I hope it's not true, but like Pete's, um, there's a Pete, I'm on the south side. So um, there's a Pete's on Pulaski and mm-hmm. like what, what is it? Like 40, no, or 43rd, no, no, no. let's yeah. say 43rd. So Pete's, Pulaski and 43rd. I saw somebody posted, it was six rolls of paper towels for 22 something and i was like really i fucking hope that that's not true like if it is shame on them because that is that's that is a community of people that can't pay that 
I live out in the suburbs. They did build a pizza. Now it's a grocery store that there's there's a few of, and it's uh it's out you know in the Midwest. And I I don't know if it's outside of this like, Chicagoland area that they have these stores, but they have um they started off at least from what I know they have a lot of like uh, your Mexican products. Now where they're at now by me, they have all kinds of stores. So it's more turning into like a big box sort of a store so it's not reminiscent of what I remember Mm -hmm. living in the south side of Chicago but out there I didn't see napkins for $20 where we're in an area where if people needed to they could pay for that but you're going to charge that in an area now this is one family that owns these stores and it's not like it's like a corporation like Jewel or something like that and you're going to Jewel's like a Midwest type of a grocery store you're going to do that in an, in an, in an area where there are, the population in that area can't afford to pay that mm-hmm. that's disgusting that is yeah, just yeah i hope that's awful. not true i hope that was just something that was you know on facebook that was going around and it was fabricated but i, I, hope I sure hope so because that wouldn't be true cuz that would be a that'd be fucked up yeah um, I, i'm telling you i was at Pete's and the only reason i went in there i needed um my my it's my dad's birthday this month as well and he's he's going to mexico he just he had a horrible accident we got the news on new year's eve he had a uh, fallen off a horse he broke all his ribs and he punctured along and it was just it got really hairy really scary so he has to go back to meet with uh some of the some of his doctors but i'm pretty sure he's probably uncomfortable with everything happening here and i was uh, my sister-in-law tra- celebrating his birthday doing a little something for him and i was telling sarah that it's it's scary for me because I want to see my dad because he, if he leaves and they close these borders, which is it's oh it's man. scary. But I mean, let's face it. It's a possibility. It it's a, a very possibility. real possibility. And he goes, when am I going to see my dad again? But if I do see him and mind you, I work in an area where I deal with um, a pop a portion of the population that can very easily contract the virus. And so if I'm a carrier, now my dad is immunocompromised. I don't, I I would hate to have that on my, just on my spirit. But anyway, so I went to Pete's because my sister-in-law is doing a little early birthday for him because he's leaving. And so I'm getting chips and tostadas and some lemonade and um, some wine, some just you know the essentials (laughs) just that's it i wasn't you know just it was just regular as if it were any other day we're celebrating somebody's but i went to go pick this up right that's all i had in my cart so whatever i'm lining up and then i have these people freaking out is this a 15 items or less i mean clearly there's signs of they're freaking out trying to cut in lines and other people are staring at me because i let this woman go through she had like four things in her hand just like some vegetables it was just it was produce i was like yeah go ahead just it's fine and I'm getting these mean looks. I'm like, dude, it's not going to slow it. Mind you, the, the lines are crazy long and everything. But this woman is just like falling apart. So I'm getting to the front and I go to the girl. And these checkers at this point, like the people in the register, they just look so miserable. They've been getting yelled at, stuff that isn't their fault. So just joking with the girl. I was like, hey, is everybody hoarding the essentials just like me? And with the straight face, this poor woman, she's like, no the opposite you're just buying junk food like just the soul had been sucked out of her and meanwhile i'm over here just trying to make her smile i felt so bad and i was like no like it's okay it's you know party for my dad i'm just getting you know i don't i the don't essentials. i really don't understand what 
I, I think it's people's greed and people's panic it's also awful. at the same time. Um, you're, I was telling, we were talking about this earlier and saying, I was there this weekend to get groceries for what I usually get. So I'm mm -hmm. good. Like I have what I need, but I'm not going to go just to buy shit and let it go bad mm -hmm. just because I want more. And people are just buying everything, senseless like stuff, like anything. I went to Aldi earlier. That's what started this conversation. I went to Aldi <laughs> earlier. Um, and <laughs> I don't remember what I went to go buy there. And everything was fucking gone. Mm -hmm. Like everything. And I was like, ¿Qué van a hacer con a bag of cebollas? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like what, what are they, what are people going to do? Like there was nothing left. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, there's some things that you can freeze, and you also mentioned that you went to the frozen food section, oh, and yeah. that stuff was actually still, still in, there. The, in the oh, freezer. Oh, that's what I went to go buy. And that's what I forgot earlier, too. I went to go buy fish. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I wanted some fish. And I'm like, okay, let me just, I was driving by. I'm like, oh, I'll just stop by here. Mm -hmm. So I stopped by. <laughs> Everything was gone except for the fucking fish and shrimp, the frozen fish the and shrimp. Yeah. And I did notice that, too. I went to the frozen food section just because I like my. Uh, For my daughter's lunch, this is before we found out all schools were closed. And by the way, today is March. Uh, it's Friday, March 13th. So it's Friday yes. the 13th. Just so you get a little perspective. Today, realize that uh, shit. President Trump announced uh, that we're in this, a state of uh, national emergency. Am I saying that right? Right? Is that? It, it's, uh, he declared it a national An emergency? Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, at this point, like schools are shutting down left and right. Uh, the archdiocese at this point, at least in um, in Joliet, they canceled all schools, no, all Catholic schools. So this is this is where this is where we're at. At least just for for obviously for perspective for whenever this gets posted. But it's really it's really starting to hit today when it's a Friday. So you have people leaving work, pulling kids out of school, freaking out because now what's happening with childcare and I can't not go to work. Like for me, for example, my, you know, my daughter isn't going to school. However, I have to report to work. And so again, things for me are nowhere near what I know it's going to be like for many people. Um, although I have some flexibility, it's still not as flexible as, you know, I would like it to be, but I am in no way, nowhere near where a lot of Americans are going to find themselves And that's what we're talking about. Like you're hoarding food and it's going to go bad. You're leaving nothing for anyone else. And at the same time, mm -hmm. what are you going to do with all of this stuff? Like an apple goes bad. I mean, there's certain things that you can freeze, but you can't freeze everything. Did you know people put their bread in the fridge? Do you put your bread in the fridge? I don't, but I remember my grandma would. What's, why? To make it last longer. So I was like watching people like, clearing out the bread i'm like what are you gonna do with 50 things of bread it all has the same mm -hmm. expiration date mm -hmm. unless you're gonna all shove it in your face my friend <laughs> what are you gonna do with it yeah, i, I mean i don't i don't think people have thought that far i think it's just so just things like now. that and so i mean i just have a natural hoarding capability whether it's receipts junk paper uh i i always have like you know backups of here and there so i feel like i'm good And so I maybe that's why this didn't hit me the way it hit everyone else because like, you know that's what we were saying maybe maybe that's why it's just I like normal like we were talking about Clorox like I like to clean my house and as I use them up I you know buy some more I don't let myself 
get to the last one more than anything just because I don't want to then like want to clean my house on a Sunday and then oh, I'm out let me go run to the store so at least like to have something on hand and so I knew I was you know I knew it was good I don't have like anything you know to invite your whole family but I have a, you know a little something just like we could afford it and, you and have I have it need. so I have a, you know a few backups good we're good and so just to see the stuff going on out here, I'm telling you, I posted on stories, like people going off for random stuff. Like I was at Marsh yesterday. That's when things like started kind of going a little gray. I was telling Sarah, I went to Ulta, you know, because I needed the essentials. I needed an eyebrow pencil because, you know, we can't go into the apocalypse without good brows. <laughs> I refuse. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Bad brows, no thank you. So I went to go get an eyebrow pencil. I went to Marshall's to go get a kettlebell because, you know, apocalypse, you got to be fit. So that's where I'm living my life. And uh, people are just going off on random. I mean, frustrations are hitting an all-time high. There's a lot of kids that are working. You guys are, like, scaring these people. Leave them alone. If you want to hoard, hoard. But leave, they, they, you think if they're ringing you at the checkout aisle that they have any answers for you? <laughs> no. I mean, there, there was this kid that didn't even have a time for a water break. And I said, go ahead of me, pay for your Gatorade. He was buying a Gatorade. He worked at Pete's. Um, and the girl's like, no, I have to wait till check you out. I was like, I will wait. They have a problem. That That's fine. Check, like, ring him out. This is ridiculous. This is gross. Like, this kid has been running around unpacking stuff so you guys don't freak out because the shelves are empty but mm -mm. he can't have a minute you you can't stop and not be pissed off because they're not they're not ringing you out to let him buy his gatorade that he still has to buy okay i just think it, it's it's the media mm. that feeds into all of this um as well and um we were talking about this i mean earlier which is why i was like we need to be recording <laughs> yes, this she, shit she, i was like eh. um so Trump comes out today and I was telling her I caught because I was at work, but I caught maybe the last few minutes of his um, speech and mm -hmm. stuff. And then he brings out Walmart, Target. Um, who else did he? I didn't see it. So Bausch, I think. And Bausch, I don't know. Who else? Walgreens. Uh. Like all of these major companies were there to be able to say, we're going to have everything you need. Yeah. And it's like, really? This is a fucking business meeting is what it was. Why do I feel like he was like, hey, this is what I'm going to do for you. What are you going to do for me? Like, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to declare a national emergency so that everybody can go So you can go charge $20 for And everybody's going to go, and you guys can hike up your prices because everybody's going to go crazy. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People <laughs> were already... <laughs> doing that but i think that that causes even more yeah and then other people watching other people cause pandemonium mm -hmm. i had somebody called me yesterday and was like i'm worried do you have this do you have that do you have canned food why would i tell you like i don't i don't understand what why why well because you're gonna need it for this and this that why well, i have food like i'm good i have i have frozen stuff i've I keep my fridge like, yeah. okay, and I just went grocery shopping, so I have what I need, but I'm not going to hoard extra yeah. stuff just to have extra stuff. Yes. Like, I don't get it. Preach. And if everybody were to think like that, then we wouldn't be like this, but yeah. then everybody gets so worried and mm -hmm. hyped up. 
that they start hoarding and every, and then you your neighbor sees you hoarding so then they should be hoarding and then yeah. they want to hoard and then that just creates this whole like effect it's crazy yeah no exactly i'm just like okay sabes por qué lo siento more for the older the elderly that yeah. don't have anybody you know what i've seen online um this this one esthetician that i i took some classes with he's in the city and I, maybe i should post his his info on our on our podcast page he put that he will be open for skincare services but you know what he posted he posted i will be available to shop for the elderly mm-hmm. if you can't go out of your home i will shop for you. he put his phone his personal phone mm. number up there he's like if you need it i will go out and shop for you i can only imagine like i como fui a Latina today, there, it was just so crazy. I can imagine elderly people that can't make it out yeah. or can barely walk and can barely do and then go and fight with somebody uh-huh. for fucking toilet paper. Yeah. Like, are you serious? No, for real. And I should. It, it's Adam's skincare, and I'm going to post it. And I have seen that. I've seen a couple of people um, do that. And if that's in your heart to do that, that's amazing. And because the, they are scared. And if you're paying attention to the details of the virus... They're, uh, the elderly are a population, risk. yeah, that is going to be more effective. A lot of us can be carriers at this point, but we're not going to show symptoms or it might not affect us the way it will affect somebody that's immunocompromised, whether they have cancer or something else is happening mm-hmm. or, you know, they're, they're a little bit more of a mature age. You have babies, you have pregnant women. There, There is a population out there, and so we have to be mindful of that. There was a post uh, I saw of a doctor. that I think he's called the Dancing Doctor on TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but I saw it reposted on, fa- on uh, Dude, Instagram. That is, that, that's getting into a whole other thing. Uh, Fucking TikTok. That's another. So anyway, so it was, it was a TikTok that somebody posted on Instagram, and I think the, the, the handle on it is the Dancing Doctor. But anyways, he's basically like doing a quick little video showing you, hey, we're, we're at a hospital. We're running out of face masks. We deal with people that are mm. definitely compromised or we have their caregivers here who can, can't be by these people that are compromised because we don't have face masks. Stop it, people. Put the fucking mask down. Shit. And if you actually read, it's not going to do us other than perhaps your peace of mind. It's not doing anything for anyone except for freaking people out. Have you seen people post pictures of people at the airport in full on like hazmat gear? How is that not going to freak out somebody? Stop it. Mm -hmm. If you're wearing that, you don't need to go anywhere. And if you were that important, somebody would be shuttling you in a very important plane. Stop it. That's, oh, I can't. (laughs) I can't. I mean, if you have to, and don't you have to take that nasty thing off and like, are you sweating and all your juices, are you stewing in there? Going through security, you nasty come on (laughs) no i can't no it's it's like going crazy out there so so um because i love all of you i've been going from sore to sore although i should probably stop because i do have a family i need to be stopping this nonsense i was strolling through barnes noble um mostly more than anything i was getting my daughter books because she is going to be home and i want to make sure that i do they're doing e-learning a lot of the kids you know many kids don't have access to that i'm very fortunate that she will have access to some e-learning. However, she will have some mommy learning too because we're not we're not playing. We're not staying home for three weeks and just doing whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing some, you know, and again, she's fortunate. I can do that for her. 
And so we're doing it. So I went to Barnes & Noble to get some books and some work materials, some workbooks and things like that to keep that brain going because some of these kids, they've said they're done. They're done from now until the end of the year. It's happening with colleges. It's happening with high schools. And now we're, you know, and education, these kids can miss out. And just that kills me. It's just like, oh, these poor children. But anyways, and so, yeah, I was going to Barnes and Noble, you know, getting my eyebrow pencil, just watching people left and right. And it is it is it is crazy the way and it's more than anything. Just calm down. You're out there getting stuff. Realize it's going to take some time. Don't wait until the last minute if you really want it that bad, because at that point, if you waited until the last minute, you're you're frustrated. Everyone around you is frustrated. So it's not going to help the situation. Yeah. It's your fault if you waited until the end or just just breathe, breathe and do what you need to do. Kind of smile through it and that'll get you through. Or just drink. Go to Aldi and get a bottle of wine. Get a, <laughs> lo único que get a bottle of wine. Cuando fui, cuando fui, there was a lot. No, actually, there was a lot of people taking the wine. Oh, and yeah? It looked, it's so good. I couldn't imagine that. That um, As I finished the bottle. Wait. Breaking news. My husband just sent this to me as we're recording. Why? Breaking news, Donald Trump tests positive for no corona. No mames. I'm not laughing. I just, I don't know if this is a spoof no or if it's for mames. real. No mames. Check to see if Never. it's for real because he didn't want to get tested. <laughs> well, they were saying early, I'm going to kick him in the face. It's fake. It's fake? I'm, I'm going to punch him in this face. It's one of those me messages too. that takes you to something very inappropriate. Talk about fake wow. news. Mira. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate him. I hate you, babe. Oh my God, you're awful. OMG. I oh knew it. I knew it was going to be something like that. Y tú, güey, que también dices, mira. Ya I, clicked, de pendejota, mira. I clicked. I clicked on the, It was just, it, it led me to a very inappropriate picture. Yes, it was. And it wasn't of Donald Trump's toupee. No, it wasn't. Oh my God. I, I can't stop seeing that. Even with my eyes open. <laughs> it was awful. Oh, my God. Where's the Clorox? Damn. I hate you. Oh, my God. I hate you. I know. Tan seriecito. Iralo. I know. See, that's what I didn't think. I mean, like, it looks like it might be one of those situations, but he wouldn't do that. He's too serious for that. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I hate you. Cabron. Hijo de su maíz. Oh, my gosh. Ay, ay, ay. So bad. But anyways, yeah, so that's where we're at. I mean, we're we're freaking out on the coronavirus. Uh, people are freaking out over the real ID. I was just at the, the DMV. The real ID, girl. What are you talking about? Real ID. That's what was everybody was kind of like going nuts about before Corona hit. Oh, Lord. So the real ID, you haven't heard. Come on, you've heard of the real ID. No. So this, it, uh, I think, I think that they're supposed to be extending it, but as of before whatever official information came out recently as of october 2020 you have to go and switch your license or your id to something called the real id now it's going to serve as almost like like a passport type of of a document it's supposed to be like a real i don't know i mean i don't know how to describe it but everybody's switching to this thing every state and I think it has a lot to do with just, I think, I don't know. There's, again, scare t- tactics. Who knows? We were supposed to carry this ID. 
and it has a, it's gonna have a little star on it to verify that it's this real ID. They check like your passport and your social security card, and they they check you know that you are a citizen or if you were naturalized or this or that. And so you go to the the DMV, and I had to go because my birthday is this month. It's in a few days. It's on Thursday, so my license is going to expire. Okay. So I have no choice. I had to go and do this, and I had to go take all of my documentation. My passport's expired, so I had to have all this extra backup support documentation, which I'll give you guys a tip, and I didn't know, and actually something saved me. Otherwise, I would have been sitting there for four hours, <laughs> and I would have had to have left. So you go to the um, Illinois.gov, to, to the Secretary of State, and it'll give you a checklist. Like, if you were going to use this to prove residency, then that means that you need this documentation to prove like, uh, to prove who you are. And then you need this and this and this. So you kind of go off a checklist and make sure you have everything. When I'm going to give a bill with, uh, you know, to prove like my address, my current address, I kind of take a a Sharpie and I wipe out like the account number, right? Do you do that too? I don't know where that came from, but I do that, right? So I did that. I had like a a bank statement because you need two pieces. So I had like a bank statement and like my Comcast bill or whatever because those are like the only two under my name. I think everything else is under my husband's name. So I go and with my you know piece of paper, everything blacked out. And then with the bank statement, it was fine. But with the Comcast bill, he's like, ma'am, do you have something else? Like I need to see the account number. And I said, why? He's like, because I need to scan it. I guess it's so they prove that it's really you because people oh, are trying to scam just, like, that they have an account. have an account. And I was looking at him like, sir, I've been sitting here for 100 hours. No, like, can I show you something on my phone or can I show you my ID card? Like my, ins- no, like not, in- this is what you need. That, and if you leave, you lost your SOL, you lost your spot in line. You have to start this whole merry-go-round again. And I was like, I was literally going to wet myself. I did not know what to do. And then he started laughing at me because he realized at the bottom, you know, that tear out version because nobody sends these things right, in anymore because everybody pays online. But I had it. I had the number. So he was laughing at me. He's like, so you went through all this trouble to block to the numbers at the top. For and the you bottom. left it. He's like, well, good for you. But That's what you left do. it. Yes. So don't block out your number on, I guess you could do it on your bank statement, but not on the the second That's proof. Weird. I never even, and my husband had just gotten this fool and actually still haven't yelled at him about it. He didn't tell me. I could have been waiting there and I could have been turned away. So much was going on at the DMV. Again, I posted about this on stories. I'm sitting there for like hours and then I see this man, cause you know how like they look so big, the DMV people, cause they sit on those tall chairs. This man came in, and I guess he was helping his dad and to translate. And so then he goes to the DMV man. Oh, yeah, well, you got to stick up your ass. And then the DMV man's like, he's yelling at him. And then his next door DMV person's like, what he say to you? He said, you got to stick up. Oh, yeah, buddy. Well, you got to stick up your ass. And then the, the little DMV man hops off his chair. And he was so tiny and short. And he's like going around, like puffing out his arms, you know, like he's like a bodybuilder chasing the one guy out, out like out of the DMV. You got to leave. You can't be here. And then the poor dad who's dressed in like a red tracksuit from head to toe. He's like, hey, Paula, no lo so, no lo so, Polly, Polly, no, no, no. And then who knows, like Polly ended up leaving. 
He's like pacing back and forth outside of the DMV. Meanwhile, you have the little DMV man kind of pacing back and forth, kind of like, oh, oh, yeah, you can't be here. Like, I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, what the hell is going on? And now you have all these people in the DMV that are supposed to be working, going to find out what the chisme was. So when they tell you that those DMV computers are down, that's what it is. There's cheese men in the building cheese and they're man. trying to find out. There's cheese men that are coming out. The wait time has been extended because our oh computer system God. just went down. And that's what it was. And they were all being cheese muscles. Then when I finally get through all of that, I go get my picture taken. And then the dude's like, chin down. And I said, sir, no. No, no, no. What do you mean chin down? I already lost a few chins. I am not putting my, my chin, chin down, down, sir. And he's it was like a whole thing, and it was it was hilarious. I was there for hours. It was a little entertaining. There was a lot of butt cracks. It was literally uh. there was no room to even sit. You have like body sweat like all over you. Ugh. It's like elbow to elbow, no. ass crack to ass crack, all up and all just all up in every no. yes. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. And so you're gonna have to sit. You're like soon. This, no, 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 no. Your isn't doesn't your license expire pretty soon in the next few months, ma'am? I don't think so. When when's your birthday? It's oh September. no, it's, it's September. okay. Well, hey, if I were you, I'd get on it because you're, it's gonna I mean, take you a few tries. I don't think so. And I sent my wife <laughs> my two dollar my two dollar Aldi wine. I don't think it was so. It was an experience. I tell you, it was an experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. It's uh, it's just. I think it took everybody panicking from that to this because that's all I saw. What are the wait times at the DMV? And are they letting seniors cut through? Because I guess they're trying to minimize their wait time to maximum of two hours, something like oh that. Oh, God. So they cut. I kid that's you not. When they minimum? Yes. I'm telling you, when they tell you four hours, be prepared to sit there for four hours. Mm-mm. It's not an exaggeration. And make sure you have all of your paperwork. I saw a lot of very frustrated people. And then and what they happens? Have to leave. And what happens is when the system goes down, because it's just too bogged down. It's not just happening in Illinois. It's happening everywhere. They lose everything. So it's not like, oh, you know what, Sarah, you had everything but one paper. Go home. Come bring your little paper. No, no, no. You gotta leave. You, you're yeah. done. Everything. You're done. Yeah. And you lost your place, and you gotta todo. go. Todo. Todo. And when I was looking through my paperwork, I was about to pay. I think I, in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm almost out of here. I was looking through the paperwork, and it said something like country of issuance, and it said Mexico. And I was like, no, 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 no. This, 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 this paper, like, the United States gave it to me. It says I'm a citizen, sir. I'm thinking, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do I have to go through this all these four hours again? They fucked up on my paperwork. What's <laughs> happening? And then I was like, and I'm like, what if I tell him? And then he tells me, and I'm like, but what if I have this? And now it's like this passport situation. And they're trying to send me back. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I was like, sir, sir, why does that say Mexico? Why? And he's looking at me. And I was like, he started getting a little nervous. Like, I don't think he knew how to explain it to me. And then I was like, ay, pendeja. He means I'm the the country of the country that issued me was Mexico. <laughs> o sea, mi estampita es hecha en México. No, I was like, oh, sí, señor, sí. Sí, sí. Sí, cierto, sí. ya me acordé. Sí, sí, sí. Ah. I thought he meant that the paper, like the the country giving me the passport or whatever. Oh, and I was like, no, 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 no. It's a U.S. It's U.S., sir. Please change it. Fix it. Please. <laughs> I can't leave. <laughs> 
And then and then he's like, ma'am. And I was like, oh, me. Uh-huh. I was issued. Oh, yes, I was issued in Mexico. Uh-huh. He's like, yes. yeah, calm your tits, lady. Mm-hmm. Calm your tits. Then I was like, you're such an idiot. And I was like, all right, please, I will take my 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 license with a hole in it and my copy, and I will be leaving. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh my! It was uh, it was a trip. Sitting there was definitely definitely a trip. I was trying to sit there and just listen to my audio book. I was listening to the Jessica Simpson the new book, open book. Jessica Simpson has a book. Girl, it's good. Okay. Yes. Why do I not believe that? Oh my gosh! Because everybody thinks she's a ditz. She she is, but she's smart. She's she's a okay. She's a ditz. Um. I'm, I'm going to say she's she, not going to have the best intellectual conversation with you. Yeah. But. True. She has a business smart. Because yeah. obviously, tiene yeah. dinero porque she has her businesses and she has a few of them. Dude, she's a, she, out of more than so her music, oh, her yeah, clothing her, she, empire. She, her music is like, ya, ya que puesto. Yeah. She's done. Nothing. You know? But you know what, though? I found out why. And it's actually, it makes sense. It's not like when somebody tells you a story, you're like, yeah, okay, maybe you're just saying that. The way she told her story, because obviously she was married to Nick Lachey, and that is part of her story. Her story. But she only goes into it as much as it involves her. Past that, I don't feel that she did. However, some things might it have been they might they have been colored in her favor, perhaps. But she also doesn't paint herself out to be Mother Teresa. She does definitely say that yes. There was something going on with her and Johnny Knoxville while she was still married, while she was working Ew, on the sets of Dukes Knoxville? of Hazard. Yes. So she puts it out there. She was definitely not saying like it was all on Nick or, you know, he did this to me. So, oh, I never did that. The tablet. No, she like legit oh, yeah, you puts would it out rather there. Her man. I, I see Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey's hot. He's And not fine. only that, not only yeah. that. Deja de eso. He seems like a real family man. Yeah. Like, he is, like... Yeah. He's legit. Like a down-to-earth... Yes, down-to-earth family man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really... um, I don't know. I don't know why. I To me, it seems like he's wholesome and faithful and, like, stuff like that. Johnny Knoxville? Sounds like it, though, right? Yeah. But that's the thing, though. So, it... He, he was like that. Okay, <laughs> yes and no. That's what you know. That's what everybody thought. However, like after reading this, it makes total sense, and then total sense to who she's with now. Because so she she marries Nick. It's like she's this good girl from Texas. Her dad was a preacher, and her mom's dad was a preacher, and it's, she just comes from this very religious family, and all of these thoughts and ideas that you know your parents try to almost make you make believe you go that way however even her own parents weren't believing this but they were pushing this on their daughters and more than they have two but more than even ashley jessica and then it's like they put the the pressure of the world on her because she if you don't she picked she, them all up. yes if you don't make this audition we we moved for you and although they weren't saying it in so many words she felt it and she literally lays it out there she's like if i wasn't booking this job i knew my family wouldn't eat it's true or we wouldn't do this or we wouldn't do that and then she felt that weight on her so then as she's growing up and then you think well i wonder why she got married and fell in love and you know got between 18 and 21 Mm -hmm. and so yes he and he was wholesome however the way he grew up even though she didn't grow up rich and 
she grew up in a similar-ish way, right? Homegrown, preacher's daughter, that type of thing. But she was still very immature. She did have the weight of being the sole provider for her whole family. However, at the same time, they were taking every decision away from her, not allowing her to think for herself to the point where she went from having her dad make all the decisions to very easily slipping into being married to a man that then would take charge and make decisions for her. her. So then when she starts making this money with her career, as all of this stuff starts to kind of take off for both of them, where he was the more popular of the two when they got together, it became very easy for her then to like, oh yeah, I'm gonna buy a Louis Vuitton or I'm gonna buy this and I'm gonna, and then he's like, hey, we can't spend like that. You know, that's irresponsible because for him, you know, her his parents weren't pushing him along into showbiz while hers were. He was having to, whatever money he made, he was in charge of making his own money, figuring out how he spent it. it he was raising himself, whereas with her, she was the sole provider for her family, but she also wasn't making any of the decisions. Right. And so as they're, she's growing older, she's, you know, wow, like, I married my dad or whatever. And so they kind of grew apart. And he doesn't, it didn't seem like he was that much of an angel either. So I think he did have affairs. And again, this is from her perspective. We've never really heard him. But again, it's like the truth is somewhere in the middle. And she's very honest about how she started drinking at a very early age to kind of just calm those demons. Calm. Yes, she had an eating, like not a, I don't think she went so far as to say she had a full blown eating disorder. But she definitely did have a lot of issues with her, with with the way she saw herself. And um, then later on, calming herself down with not just alcohol, but also pills. Because of the alcohol was calming her down, she needed pills to kind of keep her up. And then with all of that, she needed pills to help her go to sleep. And so all of this was really, really, really messing with her. No, she goes into it like even recently i think after her third baby or right before she had her third baby she was like still like a full-blown like alcoholic to the point where they did the family pictures and then afterwards she's like i don't even remember who dressed my kids for halloween and she like legit puts it out there wow yes so it's like you think of jessica simpson like this ditz that like you feel bad for oh poor nick he had to put up with her but if you kind of if you listen to what she's saying, yeah, poor Nick. I mean, I think they were just making each other miserable. But at the same time, you're like, holy crap, this is what this one person was having to deal with. You don't think about all of those no. things. Because you just think about all the stuff that they have that you wish you yep. could. Or, you're rich. Or you're, you're skinny. Not only that, you're not you're thinking about beautiful, money you're being talented. a problem. Yeah. And so the whole thing with the singing, she had that one big hit album when she married, um, when she was with Nick. But then afterwards, she's like, music never really panned out afterwards. And she kind of breaks it down. She got into a lot of bad deals. Her dad got into her, got her into a lot of bad deals where she would make promises to people, whether it was money or promotion or whatever. And then he would kind of renege on the deal. Now, everybody's starting to hate Jessica, thinking this is her while her dad was making all of the, she's like, all of these bridges were burned and I never wow. even knew. And it took her forever to fire him because he was her manager. He mm. was like in charge everything. of everything, but he was also her dad. Mm-hmm. And so all of that stigma to then we're looking at her, oh yeah, privileged, you know, girl. And, and so little by little, she's like, she actually had um, 
like voice nodules and all of this stuff that was then later on hurting her singing. She actually ended up having one of her, um, uh, was it ovaries or fallopian tubes? One part was, uh, was removed at a very young age because she ended up getting some sort of like, uh, infection in in her in her gut or something like that Mm. so yeah so then thinking like that she would ever get pregnant was just she never thought that that was going to happen for her it It was just it was a lot and so i think it was just it there's a lot i know the the tabloid tabloid sensationalized a lot and they kind of picked up the part with john mayer and how he called her uh what was this sexual napalm and picked up on those things but there's so much more in it like everything else because they clearly did not read the book and they just picked up on the like, all of the little hot, uh, the hot button, hot button um, items. Yeah, to kind of promote the book, which clearly. But if you read it, I mean, I didn't read it. I listened to it. It's so good. I would so never good. think. I don't know. I mean, I I liked her at her time when she was going on. I like her stuff. She has a few products. I know she has a mm-hmm. clothing line, a shoe line, Started a lingerie off with the shoes. line. Uh, how now she has bedding? I think also. It's just like it's just like a mini empire. Yeah. No one even knows it. Yeah. You know who she started off. Her shoes are good. I remember buying my first pair of Jessica Simpson shoes like back in the day. They were not crazy expensive. Super high heels, but super really comfortable. High. I, I remember. Yes. Um, one of her her pairs of I think it was wedges. <laughs> oh my god but they're comfy though i yeah, don't know what are. she does they and are. you know who helped her with this line hmm. vince camuto oh wow dude vince camuto and what she did i mean again everybody thinks she's dumb she made him sign a non-compete so he wouldn't work with any other entertainer and this man is like amazing. I mean, his shoes are I love pricey. His shoes. No, and I love. So he them. has his lower, lower end, higher end, you know, mid range. Right. But so he, she is kind of who she brainstormed off of and worked off of Vince Camuto to start her line. So it wasn't just like a celebrity putting her name on Out shoes. There. Yes. So she was actually. It's kind of like another type of Vince Camuto line, but no, it was her shoes. She has maternity wear. I mean, just like everything. I'm a smart, smart girl. I thought it was a really good book. And I told you last time that I would read the Lamar Odom book. Read it. It was trash. What the pickups that everybody had for promotion, that's basically all, all it all was that for it was. that book. So all of the different ones, I'm telling you, like you guys have a celebrity book. I read it. There are so many. I've told you, Gabrielle Union is amazing. That one was uh, really good. I mean, just different celebrity books and I read, I'll, I'll read them. I'll tell you if they're good or not. This Jessica mm. Simpson one, it's a good read. Maybe if you don't want to sit there and read about, it. I, don't, I wouldn't think about picking it up. Get it on like get it on Audible and while you're on the train like going to work and stuff. It's a, it's a good read. And it's not that long either. Mm. It's pretty interesting. I mean, tell, she tells you the whole, oh my gosh, the whole thing. You know she dated Tony Romo, right? Mm-hmm. And you think, again, oh she's my gosh. Like yes, she's stuff. But it's not like she's talking. I'm telling he looks like this wholesome, good old, like, southern Texas, uh, not mm. Texas, but this good old I, I southern know. football boy. I can boy. imagine him being a douche. Total. Mm-hmm. Awful. And then the John Mayer one, but that one you could believe because it's kind of like a dick. And yeah. he's been, I mean, he's you know, other, other women that have dated she him. She should know that, though. She should have known that. But she, again, she was young when all of this happened, and she's starting to grow into her own. She got married to basically, to you know, she left her dad and she gets married to like another dad think about it she never i mean she's starting to grow up she like meets this guy and then she thinks 
And again, she's like having another man kind of control her life and you kind of just let it go because at some point she's like, you know, I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you just can't let it go. No, so much. It's really, really good. Really, really good. I liked it. Yeah. What else? Um, what else were we talking about earlier? All kinds of things we talked about. Weight loss. Talked about the corona. Well, my daughter, you know, there's t- TikTok, right? She was, so she's like, Mom, look at this TikTok. And I'm like, oh, God, what? So she does, mind you, I thought this girl had no coordination whatsoever. And she, she has can. little moves on her. Aww. Oh, my God, she's so cute. She's like, look, the dance. Whatever, it was like a corona dance. And then there was like another little like sound bite. Maybe I'll have that for our little theme song at the beginning. It was like, corona time. <sighs> it's pretty funny. There's no dance to that one. It was just like a dumb TikTok thing. But yeah, all these little TikTok dances. I was just like, really? I, w- I wouldn't have paid attention to somebody at work. Mari, <laughs> she's um, she at work. She's like one of my work homies. Well, she has a daughter that's away at college, and she started to watch them. And she would say she was always up at night watching TikToks. And so we would make fun of her. We're like, hi, why are you always doing that? So she started to send me like little TikToks uh-huh. of funny stuff from work or like coworkers or stuff that would be in common with us and made me i decided to download it Uh oh my god girl it has me up like it makes me laugh so much and it just has me up like you just fall into this rabbit hole i won't do it of tiktok videos it's hilarious that's funny no i'm not the only reason i have it on my phone is we allowed um we finally let our daughter have a phone because she just needs to have one now uh, just for communication purposes, we let her download it, but I, I have it totally on lockdown. She could only approve people that she shows me and I know who they are. Right. And she can't post videos. She no. So she makes them, but she has them in like her little, like they have like a good little draft folder and she posts a couple. So I have to approve and make sure like, yes, you know, you could do this. You could, could do that. Because like, these kids don't realize not everybody's parent is okay with it. No. And they post videos at school. And they post videos with their friends in there. And it's like, you don't have permission to be posting other people on on your social media. You guys are underage to start off with. Number two, you're making these videos at school where clearly you have the school's name all over the place, you dummies. And then they know where where it's like at. you think these weirdos like even if you're you're on private, you think these weirdos that really wanna break in, like aren't gonna do it. Are you insane? And so she got she got the red the riot act. I was like, girl, don't make me smash this phone. No, that's good. You need so, to. You need mm-mm. to. You need to do that. You know, it's all of it. But so she. But I like it though. She's like, mom, look at this. So she comes and she shows me. I mean, mind you, I have her. I'm logged in as her on my phone, so mm-hmm. I could see, and I do. And I check her phone every night. I check text messages. Good. I check pictures. Good. I check you text. Have to. I check you it have all. To. And I keep. Well, I was like, I I am paying the bill, and I will keep checking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what about my at first? Now she doesn't care, but I want my privacy. I was like, you have girl, no privacy. You have girl. no privacy. Mm-mm. You belong to me. That's no. right. I was like, I still own you, girlfriend, no. and keep it up. And that door is coming off. So I'm like, let's not play. So now she just shows me. I don't even want to think about Todo. what Mateo is. That you age. gotta check everything, girl. He is five right now, and he has he sometimes se le olvida mm-hmm. who he's with, and he'll try to get an attitude, and it's like, eh, eh. Uh-uh, I don't want to hear it. Or, ¿qué me dijiste? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You know, because he gets a little attitude. They can, they can. It doesn't matter how young they are. Yeah. Can you believe mine is about to be a teenager? Girl. In May. Mm-mm. 
in may i will own my very own teenager girl good luck she's about to finish seventh grade it's exciting in a way but it's also a little scary just because it's just going so fast but she's been doing so good and she's just handling mm -hmm. herself so beautifully i'm just excited that's good to see all the new things and good and let her know that you're proud of her oh all the time mm -hmm. and i tell her i was like listen honey you're my only one which means you, you get all my attention whether you want it or not <laughs> I'm paying extra good attention. You get to it you. all. You get it all, girlfriend. I tell her, babe, babe. And she's like, runs downstairs. Are you okay, mom? What's wrong? I was like, I want to kiss. <laughs> Are you serious? I was doing whatever. I don't know who cares what she was doing. I was like, you didn't smooch me. I need a hug. Get it from dad. Dad not here. Speaking of that, do you believe one day we were, we were um, my girlfriends and I, we were together, and I don't know how it started. We all started to go over our sign, and coincidentally, we found out that most of us are all Virgos, mm. and that we are all somehow needy. So, um, one of us was saying, I need, uh, oh God, she's always saying this, I need, um, she needs praise. Uh -huh. So, for example, if she cooked dinner that night or she cleaned the house or whatever, she needs her husband to say, oh, good job. Look, oh, my God, this food is so good or whatever. And and so we were all going over each other, you know, how we were. Yeah. And we were like, oh, my God, we never realized how much of how many of us are Virgos. Yeah. And I am definitely I need attention. Mm -hmm. I don't need the praise. I'm not big on that. But I do need attention. Yeah. Pélame, porque si no, like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like. I need to know, you know, I, I need that. Yeah. I need you to say something to me. I need you to mm -hmm. acknowledge me. I need, I need some kind of like attention. So we were saying that. So do you think that that's true? I'm not a big sign person. Like I'm not like, what sign are you? Yeah. Oh, I'm this sign. I don't even know what the fuck, like who is what. Yeah. All I know is that I'm a Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> so now my line is, I'm a Virgo. I need attention. <laughs> So, <laughs> no, I totally, I I didn't. I remember reading our hor, you know, our Walter Mercado. You know, uh -huh. you're younger, you waited to yeah, like your, yeah. and I was Pisces, so I was always the last one, and so uh, I was like, uh, I didn't know what any of that meant. But as you get older, and I think we were talking about this. That's where I, that's why you brought the books, the astrology, the as astro I don't remember. Uh huh. Astrology. Astrology. God. <laughs> Gosh, Tino. Um, so because so I got this book, I started getting a little bit more into it and just read, you know, just reading up. So it turns out, okay, everybody and it goes very, very, very in depth. But so you have your um, your horse, like your what is it called? It's your it's your your birth sign, I guess. So it's your, you know, your Pisces. And I might be getting the terminology incorrect, but, you know, it's basically what it is so you have your birth sign whatever month you were born under and then that little kind of uh quadrant of time where you know you're either a, uh, an aquarius or a pisces or a right. libra or whatever and then because of the day you were born and the time and in the location that you were born the whatever the stars and the moons and the universe aligns in such a way where it means something so then that causes you to have a a rising sign and then a so you have your like whatever your astrological sign is and then you have a rising moon and a sun 
So you have like a sun sign and a moon sign and whatever. And it breaks it down. So you could be, let's say, a Virgo and also like a Leo and a Pisces or whatever. And because the moon and the sun and the stars and the planets were aligned in such a way whenever you were born. So you can go through this app and it'll give you like your rising sign and your moon sign. Mm. And, it, and then what that does is because let's say, you know, let's say like you said, all you, you realize all your friends are Virgos and you have like that one commonality where you guys like attention. However, because let's say, you know, you're 30, whatever, and then your friend is, you know, 20 and then the other friend is 31 you were born in different times and if you start to break down what your rising sign is and your moon they're sign, and then there the, and that's, and that's what, what creates your personality because otherwise you're like okay you're all virgos the, the same but no we're not. not we're not and we so, we have a lot of uh similar qualities mm-hmm. um but we don't have the same in general like yeah every, that there are a few and i'll show you this book i'll tell you it is oh my god okay i want to talk about this in our next one we're gonna break this shit down no i'll show that i because i'm not i'm okay creo in in it so like i do believe in stuff like that but i'm not like i don't hold it to a t like this is what it means and whatever i don't even know all i know is i'm a virgo and that's all you're gonna freak out i I don't even know who i'm compatible with who i'm not like i don't pay attention to that shit i know people that are like Hi, my name is so-and-so, and what sign are you? And I'm yeah. like, what? Well, like, that is just yeah. so weird. Like, I don't, mm-mm, I'm not. So many people are into it, and there's people that. But it makes gr- sense. That really um, take to it naturally, and all of this makes sense just it like in a sense. snap for them. Other people, it takes more time. Like, it's I, I get it now, and I understand why the people that get into it are their, into it. If you go over each uh, sign's personality and what yeah. their traits are. You're like, oh, I totally see that. Yeah. Like, yeah. But no, there's some of these people that are so freaky. Like, they're freaky good where they see you and they're like, oh, you're you a Virgo with a this and a this. And then they automatically know. Like, I couldn't tell you. Like, Pis- whatever, whatever. This and this and that. I know that Pisces are super, like, passive. We're go with the flow. We are kind of needy. We're, like, a little bit more dramatic. and and But not everybody's like that. And so that's supposed to be, like, a Pisces trait. But also if you have like a leo moon leos are supposed to be very vain and very like authoritative i know i have a little bit of that in me which isn't like a pisces trait and then you're like well why am i like that and then it doesn't make sense then this is a lie but you're like ah this is why Uh or if i'm like if i'm like a bleeding heart sometimes it's because i have like this in me and then okay so i did my astrological chart in our next episode i want to go through that yeah no i'll show you where to put it and so we'll do your astrological chart i already have mine in my app and then every day it kind of pops up and it gives me like a little suggestion like hey you know just be careful with the next few days you're gonna feel a little bit more emotional or whatever and i kid you not it's like straight on so sometimes i just don't want to read it because i was like just please don't give me bad news today's (laughs) not the day it could be giving me good 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 things to look out for but for the most part it's like hey you know you're pretty vulnerable right now just make sure you take this in stride or um the next few days are going to be on the challenging just make just be aware of that and prepare for it and so instead of looking at it negatively now i'm like oh, okay i understand why like you know it's time yeah corona's so hitting so yeah i would get it i mean and you never know some of it i'm telling you it's pretty pretty it is. accurate i'll show you i have two different books that i had told you about and especially one though and it'll tell you how your personality like for example how your virgo personality would deal with a Pisces as a friend or a Pisces as a lover or a Pisces as a boss. So like if you're trying, so if I'm your boss and I'm a Pisces, it'll say, how, 
would a Virgo deal with, with a Pisces as a boss to try and get a raise, for example? Okay. Like, are you going to schmooze me or are you going to show me that, you know what, I really don't need your praise. I need you to acknowledge that I've done this work and this is what I need from you. Or, oh, you're a this. Oh, oh my God, your shoes are so cute. You know, can we sit down for a meeting next week? Uh-huh. So it kind of just gives you a little bit and it's it's pretty. And I was telling, I was telling, I was reading it to my husband and I was like, oh my God, this is totally you. He's like, he believes in none of it. And he's like, huh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. He's like, huh, interesting. I was like, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so that was, that was so funny when we all got together when we were talking about stuff like that. Um, but you wonder why, right? You gravitate towards certain I people do. for a reason. I do, and I know. That's, and that, but we're all different we all have some kind of uniqueness to each other mm-hmm. and we do have qualities that are the same. I feel like we all are somehow organized in our own way mm-hmm. and we are perfectionists, definitely. Mm-hmm. And um, so stuff like that. So when we were talking about it, it kind of like opened my eyes. I was like, what? I want to mm-hmm. know more about this. Yeah. So I do. I want to yeah. know. No, you need these two books. And Barnes & Noble has a 10% off coupon right now on your whole purchase, not just on one, which is usually what they have. So I will not post that. that. Was, not that that was a paid um, commercial here. Not a paid, nobody's Barnes paying us for nothing. No, no, they ain't doing shit for us. Yeah. All oh right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think it's time to wrap it up because we have already gone over Hey, way we just over. said we're at two hours, not close to three or even two and a half. So yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing pretty we're good. good. Okay. Oh my gosh. Thanks you guys for listening. Thank you so much. And this is, this was guys, our 10th episode. Um, we had been talking about this for a while and it was not happening. No. And so this, this is our 10th episode. So, so thank you. If you have listened to our previous episodes, thank you so much for sticking around and yeah. uh, waiting it out with us. I hope that we continue to do this and yes. we're going to, we're going to try. Um, but thank you for all the support and for all of you followers that have been asking and um, mm. asking how we are and what's going on and when we're coming back. And um, I know I had a few people that approached me and asked mm-hmm. me or sent me messages. And so I'm excited. So I know me too. Time. I hope, yeah, I hope you guys are still around and uh, you get excited again. We're excited and hoping to maybe figure out, some sort of schedule to be able to, to put these up because I like I like hanging out with you Aww. and she's viendo. I missed you. We did see each other though. We at, did at the book signing, guys. We didn't even talk about that. We told them really, we were going to talk about it uh-huh. really quick before we go. And I mean, I mean, I'm actually really proud because I talk about people being brought together in some way or another. You have you and I have always been connected. connected. Yeah, in some very freakish freakish ways so we were actually no 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 mames no tan freaky tampoco así i mean in in like the cosmic sort of freak not the, not the freaky not freaky freaky but like just in that cosmic like oh wow like we've always kind of been around each yeah. other and you didn't really realize, didn't realize it. it um we are it we're in a book that's been published and we're now comic book characters yeah so the book is um holler if you hear me and was written by one of our um, old previous or older um, teachers from yes. grammar school. Uh-huh. And he taught us media studies. And we were both taught by him. We were actually, we were, we've been in the same classroom yes. for a while. So we were, we were in a classroom together. And so he was our media, st- like it was a course in school. It was a media studies 
uh, program in school, which was an actual class. And then afterwards, you had to do like this whole essay and join an after school club. So you had to try out. You didn't just get into get in stuff like you do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we both made it into this like program, uh, video program. After school program. Yeah. And so we did all kinds of cool things where we, you know, we wrote songs and uh, directed and produced many video productions and we did all kinds of things. So we, we did that. And out of a lot of the different kids, then there were multiple. Uh, our teacher, media studies teacher, who also ran the after school program, uh, chose a few kids to write about in his or journey. He was and, writing in about his journey and his he, journey. Yeah, he did pick a couple of students. And so he chose some of us and incorporated our stories and how I guess it impacted his teaching or just what he learned from us as he went along the way and so Sarah and I were one of the students and I was actually telling you because you didn't remember how he also chose the two of us to go on different little speaking tours with him when he the first the book first came out 20 the first edition first came out 20 years ago right yeah 20 years ago and so at this point we had Maybe we were still in high school. Yeah, we were. We're in high school. We had just graduated uh, elementary school, and we would go around with him to different like bookstores and conferences as he, he did his book tour, and we would read excerpts from our books and just kind of. And I always remember one of Sarah's sections, and she would be like reading her little excerpt, and then she would always interject in the end. I know it's a double negative. <laughs> she says she remembers that all the time. I don't. It was because if you read the part, and I still remember the exact part it was, but it it was like the fact that we were that young and we were talking about double negatives. You're like, you know, you know, artistic license. Yes, I know it's a double negative. It's the way I speak. <laughs> but just, I mean, all of it. And so years later, it's been 20 years, and he redid the book as a comic. I think we ha- we're having a little interference. It yeah, might be your phone. I don't think so because it's apagado. No. I don't know if it's hmm. something que le moví yo aquí. Yeah, it's it is. Not? There. It is. Okay. There we go. So just, yeah, I mean, it, the book has now been turned into a comic and we're both in it. So he chose young artists to draw with different, different total diff- just styles of of um, just their artistic abilities. And this so it's is now a- the, this is now the third edition. So this is the third edition, and um, he he made a little comment. He's like, what else am I going to write about? I wrote what I wrote. That's it. Like, there's nothing that I could do. A second edition was out, and I did yeah. that, and now there's nothing else that I can do. And then that he came up with that. Um, he picked young artists to um, sort of depict of how they saw the characters yeah. and the story, and they all made the book out to be a comic book. So it was really... Um, it was really special. It was really exciting to be able to relive that. Yes. But not only that, to see what other kids or not, they weren't all kids. No. But like what other people saw your story as and yeah. what they painted you out to be. And how they saw you. How they saw you. So it was cool. We we went, we met up with him. Um, We were there. We met with we these met artists. We met our artists. Our artists. That and they were us. so excited to meet us. And it was a little surreal that you're a character in a book and they so cool. 
they were living out your story and they were like drawing it out and yeah. thinking of you as a character and then you they get to meet you and mm -hmm. they're like you're a real person and yeah yeah and then we actually had pseudonyms in the book we were younger so yeah. he did change our he changed our, name. he changed our names and so sarah's uh artist actually her name was sarah, sarah. <laughs> uh-huh sarah <laughs> And then my artist didn't share my name. However, she reminded me a lot of myself. She was very like just young and innocent and just, and she mirrored, she says a lot of her home life is similar to what my family just sheltered and still kind of overprotective parents, but she still loved them ferociously. And she knew that they were looking out for her, but you know, still trying to rebel a little against it. And She was just, I love meeting her. Very she talented. Was, They were a really talented group of uh, kids. Such well-spoken. And I just really talked about how the story that they ended up choosing and, and drawing, which were our chapters and how it spoke to them. And it was just nice to see how somebody else sees a little bit of your story. So I, and I actually love that we ended up, you know, we, we went there together and we, uh -huh. we did that because we experienced the beginning together. Mm -hmm. So that was very special then to see him there. And uh, it was just, it was nice. It was nice. It was, it was nice. a nice so experience. So for all of you interested, the book is Holler If You Hear Me. And um, there is a comic book edition, yeah. which is the third, but it's available at on on Amazon. Yes, and um, either edition is yeah is good. Like you can read that. We could post um, the picture on our yeah our yeah. Uh, for real for real Instagram. And can I tell you though the one thing that just made me cry? What Nicole didn't know my daughter. I hadn't told her. I don't. I guess about the book. And to her, her dad is like everything in her eyes. And she know, she says that she safaris him all the time. She's like, oh, you know, my dad's all over safari. And um, when I told her, I pulled out, I was like, oh, you know, we're like, where are you going? I was like, oh, and so I showed her my, my original copy of the book. I pulled it out and I'll show it to her. She's like, wait, mom, you were in a book? What? And then I was like, oh, yeah. And then it's a comic book. Mom, you're in two books. I mean, just her eyes, the way she saw me. And she was just so proud. And she wanted to take these Aww. books to school. She's never, I mean, I know she loves me. And she's, you know, she sees me like her mom. But the way she sees her dad, because, you know, her dad's like on safari. And, uh -huh. and, and she's just never looked at me like that. And it just made me choke Aww, up. And she was just cute. like, she's, she, I'm so proud of, oh, my God, like I had done this great thing. But it just, oh my gosh, it just, my heart, I couldn't That's handle so it. Cute. She was just the cutest. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll post it on our uh, Instagram. We're very proud of it. We're very proud of him. I mean, yeah, personally definitely. to me, he, he taught me a lot. I, he did. He, he taught us uh, how to look differently yeah. at our little world we were in. Yeah, I think I, I, I learned that words matter. The way you speak and express yourself matters. And we do have a powerful voice, voice. as women of color and that we should be listened to and we should demand to be heard and learning to express ourselves we could definitely reach the ends of the world if that's what we want knowing that from the area that we grew up in your yeah your heat is back on. Mm -hmm. just the area that we all grew up in that um at least i'll, I'll speak for myself i'm not speaking with sarah Growing up and thinking that all you pretty much had was to, you know, get married, have babies, still live in the neighborhood we were living, that that wasn't the only option. And not that our parents 
not that my parents told me that that was the only thing, but as you're growing up, when you don't know, you know, your parents didn't go to college, they didn't grow up in this country, you were first generation, I was first generation here, I wasn't even born in this country, and so you don't know all of these things, and um, you don't have older brothers and sisters to tell you, hey, this is the way, or this is what we can do, or this, these are the possibilities for your life, and it was just, it was amazing. I, I learned a lot, and that experience to me is one that I will forever hold dear and close to my heart, so... I'm very proud of that. Yeah, I am too. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. So if you all have a chance, check him out on um, on Amazon. Check yes. that holler if you Support hear me. these artists. They were paid for the work. He, he, tried, he worked very hard to make sure that this was a project to not only uh, bring remembrance and honor the 20th year of this book being out but also to help out and bring about the voices of these young artists as well so holler if you hear me and on, in that book um my name uh, is lourdes <laughs> i'm paloma can i did you know who you were when you saw the cover i knew who you were right away on that cover and i totally knew who i was you I was did like, Esta i didn't yo. no totally. i didn't i didn't I yes, really no, for sure. That. I didn't pay attention. Which is so good because I think he maybe at some point I think he did show them a picture of us, but not like really? not a lot. Yeah, I think he said that he had shown them at some point, not that the beginning of the process, but at some point in the process. Because I do know that my character is described at the beginning of the story, like uh -huh. what literally what I'm wearing yeah. and what I look like. I don't think I am, but I know he showed them a picture of us or something like that at some point. But they did kind of start to work on who we were and what we looked like in their eyes in for their for eyes, the drawings yeah. before they knew what we looked like, like in <laughs> photographs. So that was pretty freaky and I'm telling you I saw I knew exactly who you were. <laughs> which is which is pretty pretty I mean I was like, Oh my God, that's so good. And coming from different artists. Yeah. Different artists for every character in this book. And I was like, yeah, that's Sarah. And I was like, and then <laughs> and that's that was me. me. <laughs> and then this one's me. So um, holler if you hear me, guys. We'll post that up. And I'll try to have this episode. We're recording on Friday the 13th. <laughs> and I'll try to have this. I mean, I have the weekend. So post this up on Monday because can't wait to hear what yes, you guys I can't wait. You have guys to are say. really excited. So. Yes, for Thank sure. Thank you so much, guys, for sticking around. And we will see you on the next episode. Then. Not yes. see you, hear you, I guess. We yes, we'll hear your comments. We would love to see all of your beautiful faces back on our Facebook page. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, guys. You're for real, comadres. Sarah we out. Paula, we're gone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>